Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are live and direct in the building. And for sure, for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, you are now rocking with the best. Put your hands together for yourself and big up yourself. Oh, I love how I do it. Nobody do it like me. I love how I do it. Bet you can't do it like me. Uh. can't do it like me. I love it like that. This is Coach Kyrie, OriginalNativeRadio.com, proud sponsor, RelaxationIsTheKey.com, proud sponsor, CoachKyrie.com, proud sponsor, big ups to the Abundance Child Network, stop playing, big ups to Symptometry.com, quit playing, big ups to SymptometryBooks.com, stop playing, Big ups to the Academy of Cosmophysics. Stop playing. Big ups to my UK family. I'm going to see y'all on Fleet Street real soon. Real soon, real soon, real soon. You're going to see me on Fleet Street in the United Kingdom. I'm doing it real. It's not even going to be called big. It's just going to be doing it like doing it is supposed to be. What's happening, Original Native Radio family? How y'all feeling tonight? That's right. This is Kyrie's in the building, and tonight I'm going solo for Dolo. Unless somebody want to come in and get on, get on here with me a little something, 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 and do something and rock. I put some invitations out, and some people got cold feet. I guess the I guess the episode is just gonna be too much. Are you into passionate partnerships? Whoa! Are you into passionate partnerships? And then they said, well, Coach, why the hell are you doing this show? Dr. Nardi's not on. Vajrayana's not on. You out here solo? Man, listen, I like getting the information out that when I run into some very um, some heavy light bearers, some, some, uh, some, some real Jedis, I want to get it out. There's no faking, the, faking or cremating in my game. But tonight is a subject where maybe only my style will fit. And other they can listen in and whatnot, but they may not want to be fully associated with how I come at this particular venue tonight. So, um, yeah, I'm rocking it solo. Like I said, by the end of the night, it could be a whole panel of who's who on the board. I put some feelers out and some invites and things like that. But this is a topic that came up uh, today. I got up, took a shower, washed my hair, uh, Crazy shout-out to Fanasha.com. 
Fanasha.com. I'm using her shampoo and conditioner right now. Some African coffee shampoo. Mm. Big ups to Alexis K. Tyler. I use her shampoo. I use her products, too. I'm really moving to this handmade stuff now. I don't even have to go to the store anymore. I'd rather spend my money with people I know who have the skills to pay the bills. So big shouts out to Vagina Power Hair Care Products and Fanasha.com down there in Miami, Florida. Um, but I washed my hair with some of Fanasha's products today, and I just went outside, and big shout-out to Tybro.com. Dr. Gibson told me I had to start spending more time with the sun, and I said, I'm going to just let my hair dry while I lay back in the sun. So I have a I have a chair that I do my foot love in. Please go to YouTube and type in Foot Love Kair. It's the one with 40,000 hits. Foot love, Kair, and hit enter, and you'll see what I'm talking about. So I was kicked back in the chair and um, just being thankful. My thoughts were coming to me. I was really vibing. Um, it wasn't too hot today down here in North Carolina. And, uh-oh, ah oh, shucks, look at there. Well, let me finish my story because somebody just peeked in the room, and her name is The Full Moon, and she just came over the edge, and throughout the show, I will be taking pictures as she arises over the horizon, because she is stunting right now. She came up kind of early last night, and uh, but she waited right until after 9 tonight to come up. She had a big eclipse date this morning, and that's going to be one of the things that we talk about tonight, is how this lunar, full moon lunar eclipse um, affects people and, you know, what you can do with the energy and all that good stuff. But as I was just kicking back, I said, man, I got some 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 topics and some subjects that I want to get off my chest, some things that I want to I wanna talk about that maybe um, is more unique to me and my particular circumstances than somebody else. So I was like, how do we combine it? And and put it all together. And the answer came up to be, well, the best thing you can do is just talk about and come from where you know and how do you help people. So tonight we're going to be doing some mini readings dealing with people who have their birthday and their time of birth. I'm going to need your birthday and your time of birth to do a mini reading on you tonight about Venus the love in your life, the love in you, um, relationships, also adolescent astrology. I'm introducing adolescent astrology tonight, as well as astro harmony, because that's really what this is about. Everybody, when they always say, well, Kaya, you study astrology. Tell me about my boyfriend. What about my girlfriend? And all these type of things. And I say, well, why? I said, well, you should study yourself first before you start trying to get involved into, you know, all these other things. But people, they, they say, oh, I want to study. Sure, I'll do it. And then at the end of the day, they still want to know about their boyfriend and their girlfriend. So the day while I was lying back, sun drying my hair, I said, man, submit, man. And pe people don't want to study. All they want to do is come in and 
Just tell me, just tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Just tell me. I don't want to do the work. Just tell me. So I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and submit. So tonight I'm going to do some mini readings. Hopefully I have some of my ace coon booms come through and give me some assistance because I got a hit squad. I, I, I swear I do. And I'm not the best at what I do, but I do it from my angle. I got some of my sister Myra in me. I got some of my cosmophysics in me. I got some of my Sanyata in me. I got some of my Dr. Gibson in me, some of my Ampoo. I chew up the meat and I spit out the bones. And I definitely got some of my Dr. Nardi in me. But tonight, I'm going to just keep it real light on my feet. It's to Coach Kyrie, you know, because I'm getting ready to start my own. I think I'm going to have a night where it's just Coach Kyrie and he just goes in on what the weekly setup is. So, uh, we're going to go to a quick song. I'm going to run that Marvin Gaye sexual healing back again for my people just coming in from Facebook who didn't get to hear it. So sweet, we had to give you a treat and run it back twice. I know that didn't rhyme, but it's all good. So, um, But tomorrow night, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock, is always sometometry night. Please go over to... Um, the new website is not quite finished yet, but I want y'all to look at it. Symptometry.info. Symptometry.info. If you want to order one of the books, what you should get, because if you want harmony in your life, you're going to have to take care of your health and wellness, not just who you're having sex with in your relationships. That's only one-twelfth of the chart, and we're going to get into that tonight, too. Because I love seventh house astrology, you know what I'm saying. I love talking about relationships and eighth house, because that's where the sex and the marriage and all that stuff and the joint finances. But if you know, some people want to digress and talk about the fifth house of casual sex and friends and cre- I mean children and creativity. We can get into that too. But I'm really interested and want to see who's going to call in with their children's birthday. Because when you know your child's birth chart, then you don't have to lean on your own understanding or be guilty of trying to live your life vicariously through your child's life. How can you be a damn Scorpio with an Aries rising and your child is a Cancer with a Libra rising and you're trying to make them be like you and you beating the hell out of them or going through all these changes because they don't want to so-called listen to you? They, they can't listen to you. They got a whole nother dynamic makeup that's different than yours, and that's one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight. Also, Wednesday nights at 8, uh, the Mystics Mystic, the Heart Sea of Vajrayana is going to be in the building. And this Thursday, I got a show enough special treat. I'm introducing another player to the game, uh, Master Yao Morris, Y-A-O-M-O-R-R-I-S. Check that out. Um, also, next Sunday, we'll be doing, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, host, I'm not hosting here, but I'm overrunning the boys at the Academy of Cosmophysics on the Abundance Child Network. You really need to be there because we're going in for this last Gemini episode. Um, for those of you who've been on my network, um, Ra'aku did a reading for Dr. Nardi, and we're going to be pushing that next Sunday and just uh, really, really having some fun with that. So some of you will say, well, I've never had a full reading. What's that look like or what sound like? Well, we're going to take two of the best in the world at what they do and put them together and so you can see how that went down. This was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it was bananas, and uh, it was my privilege just to just just to be there to witness it, you know. And Ra went in, then Dr. Nardi went in because, you know, we had some things going on with both of their specialties, you know. So 
Dr. Nardi went in with his healing for the brother's mom and everything. So to me, I think it's going to be a very captivating episode. We had a blazing episode last night um, at the Academy of Cosmophysics over at the Abundance Child Network. So you can just type in the Abundance Child on Blog Talk. Go over there. You can pull up the link. If somebody's in the chat room and you want to put it in there, feel free. Whatever. Conscious commerce. You know what I'm saying? Dig up yourself. Network. Whatever. Don't be disrespectful. And in the chat room, please change the color of your fonts so the conversation will flow easier. All right? So what we're going to do is um, we're going to run this song real quick. I'm going to run this Marvin Gaye back. And then as soon as we come back, we're going to get into the show. And while I'm so excited. All right? See you in four minutes.
Hey, 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 hey. That's Marvin Gaye in the building. It's awesome, baby. Ain't losing Marvin Gaye around this piece. Um, the call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. I already got two people in the queue for their readings already. I haven't even started the show to tell them about the information. And they like, yo, I'm ready for my reading. Well, that's good, but it's going to be at least a half hour. But if you might want to call, if you're in the um, chat room, you might want to press, call in and press 1 to get in line because I'm taking them in the order that they were received. All right? So, um, check it. This is this is kind of how I want to run it tonight. Um, I'm all about sequence of events. And right now, I'm looking at this big, pretty, luscious, full moon just coming over the eastern horizon right here at my house. I'm looking out the uh looking out the window. She's just probably like she's about she's just a little bit above the trees. I need a nice big Nikon camera. I know the the, the creator's gonna bless me with it as I take pictures with my uh one of these old school phones I got around here. So hopefully when I put this on Facebook y'all will be like, Oh, that was pretty but I got to get something with a bigger bigger zoom. So this morning we had a full moon lunar eclipse. All right. So I want if you're taking notes, write that down. Uh, Monday morning, full moon lunar eclipse. Now, Tuesday tomorrow, and and you don't get a lot of lunar eclipse. You know that that's not something that happens every week or once a month or stuff like that. But we just had one two weeks ago. We had a solar eclipse two weeks ago, and now we got a lunar eclipse where we had one this morning. So two weeks apart, we had these eclipses. And eclipse is just like the word clip or kliptos, which means to cut off. And full moon is activating. So how do you put an activating moon with the cutoff? You know, well, it gives you power to activate something that you need to dismiss and get rid of. You got the power right there, and it'll give it'll it'll do it for you if you're reluctant. The full moon will do it for you. But the, one of the main reasons is this energy lasts six months. Six months. People get up talking about, oh, I missed it. You can't miss the full moon eclipse because the energy is gonna last for six months. So remember, Coach Kair's show here at Original Native Radio is about tips, tools, and techniques. How do you empower yourself in order to don't bump your head? Don't keep bumping your head doing the same old stuff you were doing last year. Um, now, I'm a, the, the fourth step that I'm going to tell you about sequence of events after this first one, you're going to say, oh, I really get the big picture. Because I, before I start doing readings and people start asking me questions, I want you to really seriously think about where we are at because I'm going to remind us about a few things. So tomorrow we have the second time that Venus, that Venus will be moving across the face of the sun, which some people call a Venus eclipse. Now, this is very unique because 
Venus is right now moving backwards, which we call retrograde in astrology, which really means a special mission, spiritual mission at that. Retrograde spiritual, direct physical. That's how I was trained. I keep it real simple so people can keep up with me. So we got a spiritual Venus moving back through Gemini. So Venus is this planet of love and ruling Taurus and sensuality. I call it wet sex. Sister Myra told me, she says, Mars is Mars is sex. I say, well, what about Venus? Sin that sensuality, that's sex too. So we do, I do Venus is wet sex and Mars is hot sex. So for you ladies, if you got a Mars day or something popping off, you probably on top, riding that thing like a, you know what I'm saying, like an old stallion. And if you are on a unit using Venus for your sex, that's when you just lay back and you just letting him just, 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 you just being real submissive and just letting him just put that dominating, you know, that dominating dangalang on you. Or for the brothers, if you, if you into the, you know, a, a Venus type sex that day, you on the bottom. And she just you know, and she just riding you or doing doing things to you that she likes to do. Sometimes you got to understand the tantric aspects to relationships and just fall back. And you got to be on top all the time, man. Let that woman get up there and do what she do. Type in Cujo and Taste in Google and look and see how Cujo and Taste get down. That's my new favorite amateur porn, by the way which everybody should, if you don't have your favorite amateur porn stars to check out, especially if you're in a couple in a relationship, then you should think about making you some. You ain't got to put it on the net, but that's another thing this show is going to be about, overcoming fears. Because I'm not going to be talking to nobody and doing their chart if they just full of fear. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, what about this? And oh, I'm so paranoid and diseases. And If you're scared, hang up the phone. This is not the show for you to be on if you want me to call on you and worry about your fears. If you want an appointment for me to help move your fears, please go to CoachKair.com and make an appointment for an EFT session. Or just get you a half an hour of nurturing, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to do some EFT. If you got a whole bunch of fears, then go over to Coach Kair, get your appointment for one hour. And we'll knock all that out. I'm undefeated in my EFT services. It's called Emotional Freedom Technique. And I love it, love it, love it, because it was used on me to help me with some issues that I had been carrying around for 30 years. I'm 42. For 30 years, I had been carrying around some stupid shit. And the EFT snatched it right on out of there. So big shouts out to my man Dave Hunt. Dave Hunt EFT. If you want to Google that to see who my teacher is, Put that up in the in the Google and let you, you know you get some background like that. Or you can go over to Relaxation is the key. Click on Services and on the drop down list it'll say EFT, and you can see more of what that's about. But tonight, if you want a reading or if you want to hear about um, how to utilize these energies, your first prerequisite is to be fearless and be ready to do what I'm going to uh, advise you about. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to advise you, and I think it would be wise for you to take advantage of it. So now, Venus, the first time Venus did this action that it's going to do tomorrow in our, in my lifetime was uh, eight years ago in 2004. In 2004, I had just got my black belt in Tai Chi, Tantra, martial arts. Um, Sonata came up and was like, get your black belt, we're going to Texas. Just out of the blue. 
Now, at that time, I wasn't. I was nowhere near proficient in astrology as I am now, and I still think that I'm the the the, the most proficient. But I'm an opportunist. I look at astrology from an opportunist perspective. I look at the daily transits and the yearly transits, and where's your money and where's your love. So if you need to know by getting a longer reading, where's your money, what's going on for the next 30 days, what's going on for the next two or three years, where's your love and your relationships and your rules and regulation, just make an appointment. If you want to get a full Karmic Destiny two-hour reading, it's over at the Coach Kyrie's site. If you only want 30 minutes or you only want an hour, whatever that is um, that you can afford as far as in your energy budget. Because I'm not talking price no more and money no more. If I was charging $5 or $5,000, price is only an object in the absence of value. When people give you a price about something and you got a $400 Dooney and Burke uh, coach bag or you got a $200 worth of weave in your hair, or you got a $150 pair of Jordans on, and somebody's giving you some good, good, goodness, price is only an object in the absence of value. So for me, I love uh, shedding blood, sweat, and tears and dollar signs to make sure I get something that's valuable and useful to me. Sister Myra, I love going to her. My man Ra'aku, Kristen Littles, anybody at the Academy of Cosmophysics who's reaching out and saying, this is what um, we want as a requirement for what you desire. Because that's really what this is. You, We require something and you desire something. And it's, like Tupac said, fair exchange, no robbery. Venus is coming through Gemini, and it is also about fair exchange, no robbery. Because this spiritual mission of love coming through the twin sign, coming through the gateway. It's all about discernment because Gemini is all about communication. How are you communicating in your relationships today? Are some of your relationships on hold because because of communication issues? Could be. But how do we fix them? I don't like people who come into astrological studies and say, I'm a slave of astrology because it's a retrograde. Oh, my God, it's a retrograde. You should just see the people that hit me on my inbox and come get readings or come get consultations when Mercury is in retrograde. It's like tax season. I'm like, what's the problem? Why are you running over here like that? Well, I heard, I heard. If a dentist who fixes teeth started telling you about your transmission, would you listen to him? Or if somebody at McDonald's who was on fries started telling you about thermonuclear dynamics, would you really take them seriously? Stop getting your information from non-experts. That's Kair's first tip of the night. Stop getting your information from non-experts. And two, quit leaning on your own understanding. Stop thinking you can just read a Google uh, horoscope or you can go online and you can just read and they're going to give you the oh-my-God experience that you want. You, when you get a trained professional um, astrologer or cosmophysicist or even a tarot reader or numerologist who does this day in and day out, then you're going to get something personally for you. Google is not for you personally. It's about them making their money. The Internet is too. So this occurrence that's happening tomorrow and Wednesday, the last time it happened was eight years ago. 
The next time it's going to happen is 120-some-odd years from now. Let's just say 100-plus. Now, this influence that's going to be operating with us through June and July of Venus going retrograde is something that we can utilize or we can let it peel our caps back. If I'm frustrated and I got my mouth poked out and I say nothing good can happen to me up under this influence, then it's going to get worse. You know why? Because planet Saturn is over there in retrograde in Libra, which is relationships. So to me, I wanted to do this show tonight because of all of that. Two days it takes this Venus to move across the face of the sun, which in some parts of the United States you'll be able to see with the naked eye. And trust me, staring into the sun will not hurt your eyes. The sun is here to energize, not hurt. Type in sunlight and Mitchell Gibson and get some information on sunlight. The best two the best two times of the day are the first hour after sunrise and the first and that last hour before sunset. Those are the best um sun gazing hours. And you only need anywhere from thirty seconds to two or three minutes. That's it. And work your way up. Do 10 seconds a day. So in one week, then you'll be added up to 60 seconds. In two weeks, you'll be up to two minutes. In three weeks, you'll be up to three minutes. And by the end of the month, you'll, all, you'll be all the way up 30 days times 10 or 300 seconds divided by three. You'll be up to five minutes. That's all you need. The sun is a very powerful object. And with Venus going in front of it, so many things have happened that have marked different epochs of time or being us being initiated into different eras of time. I know I got one of my, my big homies on the on the line. I'm going to bring him on in a second. Rod, go ahead and finish it up on that cigarette. I'm going to let you give us some information on this Venus if you don't mind. Um, but what I wanted to also add was, you got sequence of events. Remember, Monday today, you have the eclipse. That energy's around for six months. Next, tomorrow, Venus is going to eclipse the sun for two days. Two days. It only happens every 121, 100, 100 plus years. So you got this three day portal that's opening in Gemini. Remember how last year everybody was talking about 11 11 this, 11 11 that? Well, Gemini's another 11. So meditating tomorrow at 11.11 a.m., 1.11 p.m., tonight at 1.11 a.m., tomorrow at 11.11 p.m., all of these, when you see these numbers like that, those are, those are your clues. Those are your gateways and your portals for you to jump in and get in where you fit in. So I looked at these three days and was like, how do we really activate our own power in utilizing these energies, all you got to do is pay attention. Pay attention. What is the most, what is the simplest ritual that you can do? Pay attention to something. Put your energy towards it. Simple. Simple. That's all you got to do. Put your energy towards it. I'm looking at this, like I said, my, my desk is lined up directly with this moon coming through my window right now. And I'm utilizing that full moon energy from the eclipse this morning just by paying attention. 
I'm on the phone. I'm talking to y'all, but I'm facing this, and it's just so beautiful. I've taken about two or three pictures. I'm getting ready to take one right here from my desk. See how that looks. Okay. So, yeah, I'm feeling really good right now. Appreciate y'all for listening and taking time. Let me get this picture. Pie down. All right, let me bring my man Ra in for a second to see if he can give me a little insight as well on this Venus. Uh, Caller from the 516. What you got going on tonight, big time? Your mic is wide open. Can I get you to take your phone off mute for a second, big bro? Yeah, thanks for reminding me because I was just sitting up there talking to the air. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm, uh, I'm just sitting up here listening. I'm going to learn something from you tonight, champ. But um, you know, basically. But if you know, if you want me to drop a little something on Venus, man, I want to just on just on like the qualities of Venus, and then those three and and then those and then the and and the last time when were the three the 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 last three times this happened? But I want to talk about the qualities of Venus first. I got you. I got you. I I want to um first give a lesson in semantics, man, because what the people don't really see is, you know, cosmophysics, a.k.a. astrology, is not a, uh, it's not really that complicated, it's just another language. So, you know, I want to go in a little bit on the semantics of the word love here, because a lot of people are under the misconception that Venus represents love, all right? They get it confused with romance, infatuation, attraction. You know, because those are the qualities that Venus puts forth most readily in, in its undeveloped, unrefined state. It is attraction. It is uh, sensuality in the sense of touch, be that pain or pleasure, you know. And um, it deals with appreciations the things you like. So, you know, when you say, oh, I just love the way my husband uh, massages my back, or I just love the way my wife cooks dinner, I love the way she looks, these things are Venus types of love, you know, not the type of love that uh, you're willing to sacrifice yourself for, you know, like your children or, or your parents or your spouse, when they, when their true, undying, heartfelt love is, is the son. But when we talk about Venus, we talk about commitment, we talk about promises and contracts. Marriages, all right? Compromise and um, <laughs> a lot of other things, man. You know, dealing with uh, appreciations, you know, your tastes and your appetites. And it falls into this category when you're dealing with the things that you appreciate. You know, when you're dealing with the things that you have a high liking, aka in English, love for. Like, you know, I love my ice cream. I love my new car. Don't you just love my house type of thing? This is love. This is the type of party. This is Venus. And this is the type of love that it refers to. Okay? Venus also on a broader scale refers to government, okay, and acquisition, you know, acquiring things, spending, buying, making profits, and, and going broke, as a matter of fact. Because it deals <laughs> with the substance of economy. All right. Now, just for those of you who don't see the 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 uh uh the, what you call this the uh the commonality or the uh, affinity is the word I'm looking for between love and money. You know, just look at it like this here. All right. 
you have uh, uh, an attraction for uh, a specific individual and you find the idea comforting, all right? Well, having uh, the ability to acquire, you know, to buy and sell is a comfort. It's a luxury, all right? Also, at the same time that you invest your money, you spend your money to get something back, you give of yourself, you know, in a relationship to receive back the same appreciation, you see? And thus Venus gives with it an exchange of things that you appreciate, values as well as valuables, okay, possessions as well as possessiveness. So, you know, uh, 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 you know, I'm a Scorpio uh, by, by sun degree, all right? In other words, the sun was shining in Scorpio when I was born. So a lot of people want to give us reputation for being possessive. On the other hand, they do the same thing with Taurus. But if you want to know where you are possessive and where uh, possessiveness comes into play as far as you are concerned, you need to find a planet Venus in your chart and see where it sits. Because these are the things, by sign and house, Venus in this place describes what you will be possessive about and possessive for. And, you know, those things that you seek to possess, be they people or objects. Right? And, you know, so you mean, to... so wait a minute, so you mean even a cat like Kair, if Venus is in Gemini, do I want to possess somebody's uh, 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 conversation or do I want to possess somebody's thoughts? How, how does that uh, translate? Because that's oh, where Venus is at right now. It's in my chart, and that's where it's at in the sky. So what is it that Kaya wants to possess? No, what you want to possess are other people's ideas, other people's intellectual input, man, and other people's opinions. You want to possess books, other people's writings, okay? And I know this, you know. <laughs> I already know that, but it don't take no it don't take no you super astrologer to see that. But for those of you who want to interested in learning the science and interested in applying and delineating or translating what the what it means, Gemini is intellectual property. It is ideas. It is thought processes, words, books, magazines, writings, speech, uh, um, sayings, names, da 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 da. Okay, those things that deal with verbal transference, messages and signals, signs and signals, right? And thus writing and speech and books and things of this nature. So when you see Venus there, that this person has a very high appreciation and would not mind the luxury of possessing those things that that sign, in, in, you know, manifests. Now, what's really deep is... Uh, you have it in your 10th house. Let's take it to the third dimension, right? Let's make it third, three-dimensional. Not just Venus in Gemini. You have Venus in Gemini at the top of your chart, can't? So that, gives, that puts you in the public domain because the 10th place is indicative of your dealings and your persona with the public. So we can translate Venus plus Gemini plus the 10th house as a person who appreciates Venus Talking Gemini to the public, ten pounds. You see? Now we can Voila. Talk. Original na- original native radio in the damn building. <laughs> see that one right there, son. You put that one together. I'm trying to tell you. My fault. Go ahead. Please continue. Oh well, we can get multidimensional if we look at the other planets in your chart uh, and see how they 
what distance they fall from that and what. Oh, now we ain't gonna we ain't gonna give them that yet. They are gonna have to come in and get an appointment with oh. either me or get an appointment with you. <laughs> and then we can and then we can crank that Roy. So they hey, say. You know what I'm saying? Or, or 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 they can come see my man Marku if they want to see one of us. But we're not gonna do. We're doing. I said we're doing many readings tonight. I'm not doing M A N Y. I'm doing M I N I readings tonight. So if they want four dimensional or five dimensional. We do have access to that, but I also know that I have uh, 14-year-olds and 18-year-olds and people who are new to this game, you know, who are listening. So I ain't going to take them, take them too further. If y'all want to go super deep, you see us Sunday at 8 o'clock, and we'll take you all the way down the rabbit's hole over there at the Abundance Network. We can go as far down the rabbit's hole as you want. So my audience... You know, they like. Remember at the beginning of the show, they don't want to study. They want to kind of dibble and dabble. So I have to meet them where they at. But for those who are a little more serious, we'll see y'all on Sunday. Or y'all can holler at my man Raaku or catch Coach Kaya, and we'll take care of you. Don't even worry. Okay, so now let me get that information on the last uh, times that we had this Venus transit. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, eclipse. I we um well let's deal with the first one. The first one gonna be uh the day after tomorrow, I believe. What's today? The third or the fourth, man? Let me check real quick. Okay, today is the fourth. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow for uh and it'll be on the sixth for those people on the other side of the planet, all right? But um the the last time we had one was June two thousand four. You know, you have to be mindful that these uh super eclipses yeah, or super uh, Venus occultation is the word. Occultation. It, um, they, they occur every eight years. You know, they're, they're really common events. You know, they occur every eight years in groups and families. What makes this one so special is that it occurs while Venus is retrograde, okay? Now, for, you know, for those of you who are wondering about retrogrades, if, you know, if you missed what Coach said and you want to add a little bit more if you did here, you know, it's like uh, you going out of your front house, all right? You going out your front door, and you forget your keys, so you run back to the house, man. I mean, really, it's just that simple, you know? And if you forget your keys before you walk out the door, and you go back up the steps, you backtrack. So you stay in the house a little bit longer than you were there. See, this is an excellent time to monopolize on the fact that Venus is going to be in Gemini, so for you writers and for you speakers and for those poetry and lyric writers and for those who are informationists, you know, whether it's, whether you espouse information or just like to, 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 to uh, or devour it, you know, your voracious readers and things, this is an excellent time to accumulate uh, uh, information, man, and to internalize it, basically. But um, at any rate, um, the, you have to look at this because Venus isn't always sweet, candy, pumpkin pie, and, and cream. You know, Venus in the in the uh, uh, Mayan and in the Aztec culture was duplicitous. She was, uh, uh, you know, the goddess of love and romance on one hand, like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. She was the vicious killer on the other hand because when Venus, uh, uh goes retro, and their quotation is called uh, Kazemi in, in, in cosmophilia, I mean, in astrology. And what it represents is that the sun burning it up, you know, the sun blowing it up, because the sun is an amplifier and an intensifier. And 
we deal with an acquisition and we deal with the sense of touch, be it pain or pleasure, I said, right? So you have to be mindful that uh, when when these uh, occultations occur on a worldly level, now you don't have to apply this personally, but if your commerce and your endeavor and your livelihood relies on what's going on on, on a global scale, you have to know that six months after that last occultation, we had the earthquake, the tsunami, the Sumatra earthquake and the tsunami where 200,000 people died, okay? And then 14 months after that, uh, Hurricane Katrina kicked into to, to New Orleans, New Orleans, okay? Or as they say in New Orleans, New Orleans, right? Um, in 1883, there was an occultation, and nine months later, a volcano, Krakatoa, erupted, killing 37,000 people. You understand? And uh, in February 1752, there was a great holocaust in Punjab where 500,000 people were slaughtered. I mean, the timeline goes on and on and on. Now, these occultations happen every 120 years, 21 years, and they occur in the sign of Gemini or Venus continuously. So those two signs need to be singled out and examined, you know. I, I mean, it's kind of difficult for me to keep it simple for you, you know, because every, with every step you take, there's, there's 10 more factors and variables that, that come into the picture. But I'm going to try my best, right? Sagittarius deals with the higher mind, and Gemini deals with the lower. Sagittarius deals with your in-laws, with your partner's family, or that person who you have a significant interest in. Their family and environment is what Sagittarius is indicative of. And Gemini is your immediate environment and your immediate contacts and, 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 and close affiliations, people that are like your brothers and sisters, you see? So with Venus there, you can look to that aspect of your life for some uh, activity. Uh, I wouldn't be able to say on a general tip whether that's going to be turbulent or harmonious activity because I'd have to be looking at your own particular chart, okay? Um, I, I can't find the notes on the, the chronology that I had here, man. And, you know, so I, uh, Don't worry about it. it. You gave them a tip enough because they know what Katrina is and they know what a tsunami is. And they remember yeah. in December yeah. 2004 how it went down. Now, you gave me the perfect alley-oop off the backboard to to to, to, to get people's attention because this year it seems like it's almost been a mission for people to forget that December 21st, 2012, is on the way. I mean, in 2009, 2010, and 2011, that's all I heard about. But as soon as January 2012 got here, everybody had some type of distraction or reason not to talk about December 21st, 2012, which is a 25,000-year-old prophecy, which we are now right at six months away from. And the man says, wait a minute, six months after um, a Venice eclipse happened, shit just start, damn, shaking them up. Shake them up, shake them up. What did what, Ice Cube say? 7-Eleven. The dice is, it, the, hey, it's going to be like somebody put three more dice in there with the three first dice of the CeeLo. It's going to get crazy. Now, I'm not saying there's going to be no storms, but I'm saying habitually, nature, 
and these obedient planets, because that's the difference between the planets and us. The planets are not competitive, and they are obedient. You don't see the sun trying to sneak closer to the earth. He said, look, I'm 93 million miles away. I'm going to chill right here. You don't see the, the, um, the earth saying, I'm going to take 400 days to go around the sun. No, he's on a schedule. But not us humans. No, 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 no. That ain't what we want to do. We want to do things our way. We take that free will to the damn extreme. Now, Coach Kyrie's here to tell you that if you want to avoid a tsunami in your life, the opposite of a tsunami in your life is passionate partnerships. I mean, they were like, damn, when's he going to get to that? Well, I got to damn tell you the downside first. The downside is the way we've been living our relationships. We don't want to tell the truth. We want to hide shit. One of us want to do something and not tell the other one because we, quote, unquote, think they not ready. Uh, women out here suffering from post-sex depression. Post-sex depression, by the way, is when you had sex as a female and your partner's finished, but you ain't, and you so depressed, you just don't want to tell him that the damn penis won't no damn good. So you sit there and fake it or roll over and masturbate by yourself. But you're depressed about it, so you can't talk about it. That's, a, that's what this whole us-shifting paradigms is about. We have to put the blame and the shame away from how we've been doing things. We've been shamed to talk about sex. We've been shamed to talk about relationships. But we begging and pleading that we have one. Oh, I want to be with my twin flame. Oh, I'm looking for my soulmate. Well, are you doing the work? It's like you sitting on the front porch like the brother said. You you forgot your keys inside and you sat out on the front porch and started crying about your keys is in the house. How about get up off your lazy ass, go in the house, and do the work of what we call looking for them. Nobody's going to be rewarded right now in this whole cosmic shift or cosmic paradigm shift if you don't want to do the work. You're not going to be able to watch Google and get it or YouTube videos and get it. You ain't going to be able to be on Facebook um, arguing with somebody and talking junk and get this so-called enlightenment, which is coming which is really here and available. You ain't going to be able to keep doing all these rituals and begging these energies outside of yourself because they're already down here on the planet Earth with us. they like, we know y'all getting ready to have a party. We're down here on the third dimension because we know it's getting ready to be a shift. So the energies that we need are available, and we still have a habit, a very self-sabotaging habit of doing things the way we used to do them and looking for new results. We know what that's called, insanity or ridiculousness. That's what I call it, the Jesse Jackson word, ridiculousnessness. You put two N-E-S-S's on the end of it. I was talking to somebody earlier, and they're in a so-called secret community on Facebook, and their boyfriend doesn't know that they're in there. So in the group, she said something about she likes to swallow when she's giving someone head. I said, oh, okay. So then uh, I made a comment that was nowhere near as uh, wide open as that, and she sent me a private message and says, I think that's disrespectful. 
if my boyfriend sees that on my page. That sounds like she living a dual existence. She's straddling the fence. He got one life that he sees over there, and she living a whole other life over on the other side. How many of you, so I don't want to incriminate nobody. Watch how I do this raw. Anybody in the chat room who knows somebody like that, who may be straddling the fence or living a dual life, please put a uh, six in the chat room. Just put a six and hit enter. We'll just count the numbers and just do a quick survey. If you know somebody, if you know more than one person, put how many sixes that you know a person who's living a dual life. I use the word six for equality. If you know anything about the supreme mathematics from the nation of gods and earths, just pardon self. We just want to throw that in there. Now, if you keep on doing this, but these planetary positions are demanding integrity. They're demanding integrity. They're not lying to you, but you're trying to lie back to them or not being totally honest with yourself. Being honest with yourself is studying your chart. My man Ra'aku, who's my teacher in cosmophysics, said when we had astrology in elementary school, we built pyramids. Ra, what happened when we took uh, astrology outside of the elementary school? What happened? Where'd they put us? Oh, and we fell off, man, in our, in our state of consciousness, man. You know, you and they put us in the projects. You. That was your exact words. Hey, <laughs> look. You can you can't ignore your connection to the universe, man. Any more than you can ignore the, the freezing cold and you shivering, or the or or the hot, sweaty, you know, humid days and you and you're and you're hot and uncomfortable. You can't ignore your connection with the universe, man. You know, you are as separate from it as 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 uh, let's say uh, a cell in your liver is from you. Mmm. Mmm. And it's going. And speaking of cells, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they're in the majority. Let me give you a quick symptometry lesson. You have 76 million cells in your body. Every time you tell a lie, you dishonoring all of them. Oh well, I'm taking supplements and vitamin C. I'm drinking alkaline water. I'm a vegetarian. Uh, I got a colonoctomy. Excuse me, did you tell your boyfriend or girlfriend the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth? <gasps> I can't do that. Oh, well, your cells are sick because of your dishonesty. I had to slow it down because some people say I have a very country accent. I love my country accent, but I said what I'm going to do is <laughs> just slow it down so people can uh, keep up with where I'm going. I want you to hear what my words are. If you're honest in your relationships, the universe and your planets will just just, just bless you. And that's why we want to do these mini readings tonight because in my opinion, in my opinion and what I've learned in this, just this last, I've been studying astrology for 11 years, but in this last year I feel like I just took like six quantum leaps like John Carter jumping across Mars. I have realized that sometimes even people that I love passionately, it just is not going to be comfortable because of our planetary alignments. Somebody's bringing their Mars over to my 12th house. That might be agitating my dreams and my subconscious affairs, or they may be accelerating my own undoing. That may be uncomfortable. 
So we're going too much into romance versus science. Do I like romance and finance? Well, my fault. Do I like romance? Yeah, I like romance. But I like it secondary to what we call relationship science. Relationship science. But we don't want to practice relationship science over here in America. Mm-mm. We want to pop some Viagra pills and get some uh, toys and stuff and just be dishonest. Um, ladies, how many of you ladies got a bag of toys right there beside your bed and the partner that you're having sex with don't even know about it? Brothers, I'm here to just tell you something. If you're going over to the lady house and she got these toys and you're getting insecure about it, you need to grow up. You need to find out what these toys are used for and participate. Don't vacillate, participate. Because you're probably already being used as a what I call, quote-unquote, a mattress monkey. You women, are you telling these men that they are actually mattress monkeys and that you ain't interested in a relationship? You just want them to come over there and, quote-unquote, put you to sleep or knock your back out or something like that? We can't keep having the lack of integrity in our sexual relationships. Sex is for healing and manifesting, healing and manifesting. So if you're using it for something else, then you're manifesting some craziness. Don't manifest craziness in your life. Did you know that you can have sex with somebody and a um, non-physical entity can be born out of that union? You worrying about a disease or some AIDS or some gonorrhea. I'm talking about a little spiritual demon can be born out of your messed up intentions in your relationships sexually because you got this man or this woman who's a mattress monkey or a mattress orangutan. And and if you, for those of you who don't know what that is, that is somebody who just get in the bed and just do tricks. He just, he just like to come in there and just, just jump around, you know what I'm saying, doing something strange for some change. I have to keep the conversation very, very uh, simple for people because I want them to totally get where I'm going with this. And if you, you know, if, if this conversation is uh, kind of like maybe beneath you or over your head, I can't apologize because I'm telling the truth. And truth needs no apology. But don't sit up and do a bunch of confessing either. I don't want y'all listening to the and Kaya said, let me just come tell you the truth. That's a confession. If somebody asks you something, that's the truth, how you reply. But if somebody didn't ask you something and you come up there and tell them something, hey, you might want to lead off with, I have something to share with you. Do you have time to listen? I'm giving y'all some of these coaching techniques on how to approach your partner. If you're interested in some of Coach Kaya's um Relationship coaching, because that's what I use is the eight gender, uh, the eight gender roles and the gender harmonics. Please, please see me. Normally, it's a three-step process. I do your astrological chart, then we identify where the emotional pains are at. I use EFT to remove them, and then we develop a strategy for going and communicating with your partner honestly. If that's something that interests you, go over to CoachKaya.com and just leave me a note or you say you want to set an appointment and we'll get in contact with you tomorrow and get you set up. Don't wait. Don't wait and hesitate. Coach Kaya is trying to add some camp, some champagne to your campaign, and you over here still doing things um, from a 1960s point of view or 1970s point of view. You're not prepared. I want as many people to be as prepared as possible before this December activity get here because the sun is watching, the planets is watching, God is watching and you out here fronting 
trust me, when they said Santa Claus is coming to town, he's making a list, he's checking it twice, going to find out you're naughty or nice. Saturn is coming to town. And Saturn is where they get the word Satan and Santa Claus from. He rules contracts, rules, regulations, some relationship factors. But he's definitely going to see whether you was telling the truth or not. And if you wasn't, he's going to hold that contract up in your face and say, hey, you accountable for this. Now, I don't know what to tell you about what you've been doing for the last 15, 20 years, but you can make a difference in the next three or four days just by making a small shift. Don't try to damn leap too far too fast. Don't put all the grapes in your mouth. Just put one grape in your mouth at a time. Don't choke yourself out. You make small shifts now, six months from now you'll be you you'll be miles away from where you would have been if you were still going down this old path. That's what this show is about. Alright, I done ran my mouth up in here. Ra, did you um what you you got any comments and feedback? You said you was in here listening, trying to learn something. To me that's an honor for a brother at you know what I'm saying at your level to say, uh, I'm gonna just see if you got any comments or feedback for the brother before I start taking some calls. Well, um, let me let you know, sir, man, I can learn from a two-year-old champ. I do it all the time. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that ain't even, you know, and for those who think that they can't, <laughs> that's because they got something stuck in their vision. <laughs> you did? Because yeah, I, I, I love everybody I see, man, and watching the actions of people teaches me how to read shots better, you know? Indeed. I know that's but right. To be specific, what I'm learning from you is uh, how to slow it down and simplify it. You know, I'm getting examples of that. I don't know if I'm actually learning it. It's going to take me some practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me some practice. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I'm keeping how you your delivery. I like that, man. So, you know, let me enjoy you for a minute. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm going to bring my man Troy in the building right quick. Uh, Rob, if you want to double check behind me, you can just ride in the shadow zone. Um, his birthday is two twenty four eighty five, and his birth time is eleven a.m. Now, normally we would do a V tap, but tonight I don't really know if we're gonna jump into that unless the brother volunteer his time, his money. I'm gonna go off what y'all word is, and I'm gonna just do my intuition the best I can, and um, just say what. What was part of me? I didn't mean to interrupt, but what was the birthday again? Two twenty-four. What? Eighty-five. Jesus, you're making me feel so old, Miss Camp. What time was it? <laughs> Eleven a.m. I. I and he's I in he's in um he's in Richmond, Virginia, and I gotta put his um I gotta put his queen in there too because he said he wanted to get um he wanted to get. Because that's really what I wanted to do tonight was open up some synastry charts and bring, you know, and and try to get some harmony in here, you know, by looking at um, looking at two, you know, what I'm saying looking at looking at two charts. Now that doesn't mean if you only have your birthday or you don't have an, or you're not in a relationship that we won't give you a mini reading. It's just, you know, it's just that um, I can't I can't do it. You know, with, uh, without the other person, and I'm gonna need their birth time. All right, I may be able to do a little something without it, but nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna be able to do a real accurate synastry chart to see what falls where. But I might just do the sun. I might just see where the sun falls in your chart or in 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 your chart. But we're gonna use Troy 
as the uh, as the get down, get down. Troy, your mic is open. Welcome to Original Native Radio. How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Do you have the birth information for your partner for me? Yeah, um, December 8th, 1986. All right. And 6.32 in the morning. 6.32. And both of y'all in Richmond, Virginia right now, right? Yes, sir. What I like about a lot of, I know some astrologers who probably listening, like, why he ain't asked about the town where they were born at? Well, it ain't always where you're from, it's where you at. We want to give them some accuracy, which is what I learned from Ra, about where are you currently? You know, where is the energy hitting you at in your head today while you're in Richmond, Virginia? If you leave and go somewhere else, then call us. We'll change, we'll, uh, we'll change it around. Or if you're in a long-distance relationship, then we'll change it around. But currently... What we're going to do is I'm going to put you in the center, and I'm going to put her on the outside. Now, as I explain this as I go, what this means is what energies that she brings to you. So I'm going to do I'm going to just quickly go through just some basics of your information, and then I'm going to look at how she affects you, and then you let me know uh, the accuracy of this, and then we'll move it from there. Okay. So what I can um, tell initially is um, – your your rising sign is Gemini. So this moon with its sun sign energy, this Venus is affecting your personality because the Venus transit is falling in your first house. The opposite of Gemini is Sagittarius. That's how you do relationships. And guess what? Your girl is a Sagittarius or your queen. I didn't mean to be disrespectful, none intended. And so she comes and falls in, and she's dropping off buku planets in your seventh house, which is the house of relationships. She's dropping Saturn in there, so she's bringing rules to the relationships. She's dropping her son in there. She's exposing the things that you like and dislike. She's bringing Uranus in there, so she's bringing um, evolving of relationships. And you already had Uranus in there. So it's, you all love the excitement that y'all bring each other because you may be a little unpredictable and she may be a little unpredictable. But whatever happens, it's it's an evolvement. It's not, you know what I'm saying? And when you all find that y'all getting stagnant, it would be wise for both of you to think of, to sit down, take three breaths and say, what can we do new for this relationship to enhance it? Does that sound anything like y'all? You, man, you hitting the, the you on the money. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. And her, as a Sagittarius, um, as as her personality, you bringing your spirituality, you know what I'm saying, into her first house with Neptune. Y'all are y'all have a very spiritual relationship. Y'all been together for a little while. Yeah, six years. Man, y'all. I mean, psh. we we started getting real spiritual in 2009 when my when my when our um son died. Mmm. Uh, was that her first child? No, uh, it was our um second. Child, but he was a twin. He died yep. three months. So y'all already had one child together, or or that was y'all, or that was both of y'all's first child. Out of out of the three, one passed away because he was a twin. I have an older daughter; she four, and the twin of my son, he's three. The other twin died. Mm. 
Now, now that's that's. I'm still learning that lesson about how these configurations work. Rock, can you build on that for me real quick? Yeah, what that is, two conceptions, man, and Mars and Uranus in the seventh house with uh uh, yeah, Mars and Uranus in the seventh uh, indicative. Uh, his his or her Uranus and Saturn in the seventh, and uh her. Mars there in the seventh house. Seventh house is indicative of the second conception. Now, her Saturn, her, I mean to cut your wisdom, but her Saturn falls in his seventh, and okay. his Mars falls in her fifth. Okay, well, just like I said, the position of Mars and Saturn in the place of the second conception in that chart is indicative of the loss of children. Mm. You know? And that's why we... Children. Stress, that I'm sorry, go born. ahead, Rob, go ahead. Uh, this just his last point. Uh, although there were two children, they were twins. It was one conception. Y'all only had sex for that. You know, there was only one egg fertilized, right? They were identical. Even if there were two eggs fertilized, it was one coital act. You know, you only had sex once to make that make that uh, conception happen. So that is considered the second child. So the, uh, it's truly a blessing that two came in, in one past. You know, number one, even though it's a tragedy, it served to, to cement the relationship. And if you look at the meaning of the seventh house, that's exactly what that is. And it, 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 the seventh house, the cementing of the relationship, also concerns the second conception. You see that? So there's no accident here. Um, the fact that both of y'all had uh, uh, some malefics there is indicative of uh, the fact that the possibility for the uh, for there to be some type of uh, uh, stress or struggle or uh, complications regarding the delivery was was already promised to you, so you know don't look down on that and don't don't feel bad about that. Understand that that child that left just came to take one and go back home. That your that spirit just wanted to know what it was like to breathe one breath and go back. Mm. Don't don't mm. don't look at it as a tragedy. You enabled that spirit to get this realm of experience, and it went back home. You know, and that's and that's on the that's on the that's on the like we give it to you in that level because even like Samaya say you got to talk to people's consciousness the way they communicate in their regular in their regular dialogue like we're not gonna be sitting there throwing a whole bunch of thou's and thou arts and all that kind of stuff it's just that simple just like the brother said now there's more you know metaphysical and esoteric um, things that we could get into but. You know, I didn't really want to set the show up to go too far into that. I just wanted to be able to introduce um, the synastry so people can realize when you're looking at, especially if you don't have any children and you want to um, talk about um, uh, the possibilities for childbirths uh, moving forward in relationships or, or could there be any complications, having an accurate um Chart reading is vital because a cat like Ra'aku can analyze and see some things, and Kaya may be able to see a couple things, but then we done teamed up. Teamwork make the dream work without the naughty. So if we see something ahead of time, maybe this brother can come in and, and um, issue some of the particulates to help nurture that. And we had a show on pregnancy management before, during, and after. So if y'all want to go over to symptometrybooks.com and just scroll down to the bottom of the page and look at pregnant that show we did on pregnancy management, 
it was critical. It was it was, it was critical that that information would you know saying to, to get out to the masses. But for but but for y'all, big bro, I really want y'all, Troy, to start meditating more together. If y'all uh, meditate already, now it's cool. Y'all ain't got to necessarily meditate back to back, but um, I think that especially since like you, like Ross said, the bond is already tightened up. Um, get uh, my teacher Sanyata Saraswati's book, The Jewel and the Lotus, and start doing some of those breathing exercises together. And continue to, um, since, since Sagittarius rules your seventh house and, and, and your queen is a Sagittarius, it's okay for you to let her energy, you know what I'm saying, that Sag energy, uh, 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 be buoyant in the relationship. Because women, you you supposed to follow your man, but man, you supposed to follow the ordinances of the Creator. You supposed to be looking at these sun, moon, and stars and saying, "Baby, this is the plan." And then so you following, you know, the system that's already out here in nature, so this woman can trust you and feel comfortable, and then she can be orgasmic. Eighty-five percent of women are not having orgasms during intercourse because they don't feel protected and they don't feel truly safe and truly loved. Because niggas is bullshitting, period. This is all just gonna get me some pussy and da 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 da. It's ridiculous. Stop that shit. You see what I'm saying? If you don't want a wifer, and I know people's like, well, what about you? Hey, I ain't say I was innocent. I got a whole bunch of damn, you know. I don't have no skeletons in my closet no more because I live my life like I'm transparent. But I make the moves from where I'm at now, and I've already done that and experienced fucked up karma that I don't want other people to experience. So that's why I go out there on the limb and say shit that other people may not want to come out the closet and say. I know a whole bunch of my so-called quote-unquote peers who in this quote-unquote conscious community, which I'm not a part of because I'm radically cognizant. I'm not with the conscious community, but they got shit in their closets and they try to hide it when they don't understand. It's still going to come out in the wash because the chart ain't going to lie. So for y'all, big bruh, I just want y'all to really um really get into, you know what I'm saying, uh meditate more together. You know what I'm saying? Saying grace over your food, prayer, you know what I mean? Um you got uh Jupiter coming through your twelfth house right now, since you're the leader of the family, whatever that you got popping off, any new business or new service that you got that's gonna be offered to the public, you need to um maybe get a reading and find out when is the best day for you to be ready to go public with that. Because I can see that you got Jupiter transiting in your twelfth house right now, so as a family man, you got to bring that bread in for yeah. your wife. She's going to be having Jupiter coming through her seventh house. She's been having protection in her job. She may have recently got a new um, a raise or a new position in the last ten to eleven months, but now she's getting ready to have Jupiter moving through her seventh house, which is her house of relationships. And the people that she's going to meet next year, or this coming year, starting probably in August, that's going to take her a year out, are going to make her even more money in the relationships that she's making now in 2013. So, and that's how you bring passion to a relationship. Now, just a little sample of what, how, how Kair goes in. It's a ton, a ton, a ton of other information that y'all got popping off right here. But I, I am very happy about uh, what I see thus far as far as what she's bringing to the table to you and what you bring to the table for her. You got okay. any comments, questions, or feedback for me, bro? How or how we do? Yeah, you hit the I'm I'm just I'm I'm speechless. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I just wanna know, like you said, I wanna get a, a another reason as far as like how I can do 
because I do got some offering to the public. I do a music studio. Well, just go over to the CoachKaya.com site. It's got a little box say leave a note for Coach, and just put your name in there in the comment section. Just be like, I was on your show tonight. I want to set up an appointment, and then we'll, and then we we'll take care of it from there. All right, that's that's cool. Peace, God. All right. I appreciate it, Lord. Thank you for calling in. Tell your queen I said peace. All right. All right. Peace. Hot out. Next up in the in in the building, Miss Kenda Bell, popping up out of uh out of Baltimore. Miss four four three, your microphone is open. How you doing tonight? I'm doing excellent. You are doing an awesome job. You both of you guys, awesome. The energy is is just beautiful, and it's. And it's and it's like strong, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what my damn um, what my joint said for Kendall. <laughs> Kendall, let me get that birth information from you. When's your birthday? Okay, sir. Let me sit down. Six. Twenty-one. Seventy. And and the time is right. Um. Let me sit down. Ten. Fifteen. A.M. or P.M.? All right. A.M. A.M. And I have come such a long way, Coach, um, since since um, I think you and I started uh, talking 2010, 2009, something like that. I've come a long way <laughs> with that hard head. <laughs> um, it's gotten it's gotten a lot softer, so I want to thank you for that too, because I didn't Yay! like. Yay! Um, with my damn gunshots and all that right there. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's right. Cause a hard head make a soft ass, so it's rather it's, it's rather to have a soft head, and you can still have a soft ass. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Most definitely. All right. Let me see. Do you have any? Um, I know I screened the call earlier, and you said that you didn't have, um, you weren't in a well, in a current relationship right now. Were you? Did yeah. you have any? Um, I, I, I want to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have someone that's coming back doing this whole type of retrograde thing. It's right. been a lot of uh, a lot of like re resurfacing of things and trying to fix things. So um this has been a really good time. So if you wanted to do that I would appreciate it. And I'm very glad you brought that up too because one of the qualities of this Venus retrograde is bringing up past Romances, mm-hmm. bringing up in past bows. I had somebody send me an email last Sunday. I haven't talked to him about eleven years, and I'm showing sure up mm-hmm. in love with that rascal. Well, I mean, I was. I, I don't fall out of love. I don't fall in love, and I don't fall out. When I get in love, I just be loving you. You know what I'm saying? So, and the way she found me was totally bananas. Totally bananas. Came through somebody in Chicago and was like, "I saw him on your page. Can you send him? A, uh, can you give him my email and let and um, tell him this story and then he'll know who I am." Because she didn't leave her name, but the story she told, you know, what I'm saying I had to like sit down because I was like, "Wow, 
because that's one of the things I had been looking for. I was like, who's going to come out of my past? I said, I'm good right now. I'm straight. And then all of a sudden that email came, not necessarily saying we're going to get back together or nothing, but that's just, you know, where, I'm, where I was at. Um, with yours, first off, and what I like if you do, because you can, you know, you can just tell the truth, I hope you got three or four fellas chasing you. As fine as you are, they should be just all over you. So what I want you to do in this case is, even if it's only one, I want you to give me a couple of zodiac signs so I can see where their sun falls in to your chart. Then as your you have a Leo rising and you do relationships like an Aquarius. So I'm sorry, yeah. So Aquarius rules your seventh house. So the key word in your relationships is I know. I you you must know what your position is in a relationship. If you the number one or if you the chick on the side, you must know. You want information. You want to know what you got going on, how many kids. You want to know all of that stuff. Now the the thing is, don't let it turn into paranoia. Don't let it, you know what I'm saying, because Aquarius is an air sign. It's the last air sign, so it's a whole lot of thinking. So for women, you don't want to get caught up more in the logic side of, of thinking through stuff because that is a man-type quality. You've heard Sister Myra enough talk about the female quality in the chart. That's the Cancer and the Capricorn. The Aries and the Libra is the Prince and the King. So don't get too caught up into the, the whole um, logical type stuff versus your own personal magic. I like to identify women's personal magic and say, go for it. Go for it. Play play your magic. If you got spades and you got about nine spades over there, play the damn big joke and pull the teeth and let's run this Boston and get up from the table. Don't keep just playing around trying to throw off suit and stuff. Go ahead and get into what your magic is. And all women, women rule magic. Men rule logic and reason. So a lot of times y'all think yourself out of a relationship and just trying to be doing so much analysis where you're not really um, coming into the feelings of your, you know what I'm saying, your own, your own magical powers itself. So you, maybe when, you know, when people see you coming, they feel that, they feel that Leo even though you're right there on the border of Cancer and Gemini. Now, but when you go into your relationships, you want to know. Now, this person that is coming back into your life, what is his sun sign? Kendra, can you hear me? Hello? Kendra. Oh, man, I hope I called and dropped. Rod, you still on the line? Yeah, I'm still here, champ. Okay. Yeah, a call drop. She's going to have to call back and hit him, um, press the button. Oh, man, yeah, I ain't like that. She's a 29 degree Gemini, so while she's calling back in, we can go in if you don't mind. Man. You want to go in while she's not listening, or you want to get to the next call and we just come back when she get back on the line? Pretty sure she's listening. She just got to get back on. But then again, yeah, that's safe because she might not even hear it. So that right, would all be right. the same. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, let me get up into this next one here. Uh, caller from the... Notice that the last cat with his girl was a Gemini rising. This young lady was a Gemini. Well, look at this Gemini wave well enough, big man. Wow. Wow. Where my damn horns at? <laughs> the 
see what his next one is then. Let's see what the synchronicity is. Call it from the 404-484. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name? Where you calling from, please? Hey, how you doing, brother? This is uh, Tion, and I'm calling from uh, Atlanta. What's going on, Tion? How you feeling tonight? Hey, man, I'm feeling wonderful. Uh, just soaking in all the information. All right, all right, all right. We hope you're enjoying yourself thus far. Can I get your birthday? Yes, uh, July 10, 1973. July 10, 73. And what time were you born? 10.38 p.m. See, that's them, them serious people right there. They be like, look, I know my birth time, son. I don't know what y'all doing. I'm, I'm, I'm in line. My hand is raised, and I know. No, I have recently checked out my birth, my uh, birth certificate, and I found out I, well, you know, was aware of that information. Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> okay, nah, 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 nah. Hey, credit. We give uh, credit what credit is due. Like KRS said, if it's a title you earned, then it's well deserved. Let me drop this in here. So that's July. That's July 10. And you said what year? Uh, 1973, sir. All right. And I know you gave me that time at 10:38. Was that a.m. or p.m.? P.m. P.m. All right. And you in Atlanta now? So you had a 404 number. Yes, 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 in Atlanta. Okay. How's the weather down there? Uh, it's wonderful. I'm outside looking at the uh, full moon. Uh, you got me to come outside since you was talking about the full moon. I thought I'd come out and enjoy it myself. I know that's right. We're going to be down in Atlanta, too, on July the 20th with Juju Mama. We're doing a big blue butterfly. I ain't even, I'm, I'm just giving you all a preview. Whoever was listening tonight, we will be in the ATL on July 20th with this whole sexy workshop, Tantra, blue butterfly, sexy shoes going to be crazy. But let's get back to you. Now, do you have a partner that um, that you want to go in on, or, or you just want some information on your own personal relationship? Well, uh, I don't have her birth time, but uh, I have a birthday here. Okay. Um, well, let me just give you a little information about about you first. Then at that go particular ahead. time, 1038, your rising sign is Aquarius. So that's 80% of who you are and how you respond to the world and how you actively move through the world with that I know energy. I know. But your birthday, of course, is places you your son in cancer, which is in the fifth house. House of children, fun, casual sex. Uh, I'm pretty sure, especially as a cancer man, it, it's never been no problem for you getting some good loving from a woman. So you're right. All right. But how you do relationships is like a Leo. So with that kind of combination, Leo is the heart, the pride. You bring the pride to a relationship. Women being in your circumference, they feel that protection, you know, and the key words in your relationships is I will, W-I-L-L, because that's the, the will, Leo represents the willpower, the heart faculty. So you okay. go in as far as um, what you are willing to do in a relationship, and you also going to identify what you ain't willing to do because your Mercury is re- retrograde in Leo. <laughs> so you ain't so you ain't going to mess no words about what you're willing to do and what you're willing to not do. <laughs> That's right on point, brother. All right. Um, and, uh, Ra, you want to add on to that? Yeah. 
I um I'm looking at the fact that uh he has Venus in Leo. Okay, so attention and uh, a controlled environment is conducive to uh well actually it's the it's the deal breaker with him, man. You know, and because the son despises or the son is the ruler of Leo, we find that in his fifth house of love. That's like a triple echo bouncing off of walls. It's a super, bo- it's a super bouncing rubber ball bouncing around in a little box. He has to have genuine love, affection, and domestic and domestic uh, 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 harmony, man. Or the relationship is a squat. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but let me let you know, he got uh, Mars over there in the second house, so he industrious when it comes to getting that cake. He wanted his partner to be equally as industrious, man, in, in terms of her contribution, you know, to the household, you know, and uh, that's what he needs, man. I know that's right. Bro, how that sound, uh, Tion? Oh, man, that's, uh, that's on point. That is on point. Okay, let us get that um, astrological sign for the sister that you uh, got for us. You, uh, we're going to uh, drop her in the mix. Okay, uh, she's uh, 10-26-64. so she is, she's, at, she's the beginning of the Scorpio. Uh, it's yeah. a definite love relationship going on there, man. Highly passionate, too. Highly passionate mm. relationship going on, man. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say certain things that may be offensive, but let's just say that the brother was really taken aback by her. On a scale of 1 to 100, that's a sub-11. <laughs> okay? So you're being taken aback, correct? And, yeah. and plus, she falls in his eighth house, too. Can somebody say, oh, my God? She walked by and his dick might get hard. Now, look, her moon conjunct his son, so he has a very strong emotional impact on her, man. You know? You find out, mm. man, you make a little sister cry out of your, in your anger, man. You know? Yeah, I, I, I try to be aware of that, you know? Make yeah, sure, because you know, your, emot- your, your impact on her emotional standing and her domestic peace is, is vicious, man, because the moon represents the domestic. And she is a woman, and she has the moon in cancer, you know, which says something about her physique as well, you know. But mm. let's, let's just, yeah, she, you know, she, she, uh, well, I don't even leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> y'all have a very strong emotional and domestic impact on each other, man. You know, coming home early from work or on time from work would be an issue, too. You know, where you been on that? You know, you didn't call and things of this nature. So as long as communication is kept steady with that Saturn at the end of a uh, uh, Gemini there in your chart, you know, that's real important, you know, to keep that uh, 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 that communication line open. Uh, there are times where you just don't want to speak what you feel, you know, being a cancer. We find it very difficult to let people know exactly what we feel when we feel it in terms of words, you know, tend to hurt people's feelings. And, and you see he got a north node, he got a north node in Capricorn, so his south node, is his personal poison is in Cancer too. So he walking like, what I always say with the north node is, the only way God can improve upon himself is do the opposite of what he's already mastered. So your south node showing past lives, you've already done this cancer thing and perfected it. So your so, so your um, spiritual GPS is across the street in your shadow nature. See, it's not it's not twelve signs in the zodiac; it's only six. 
So you're not just a cancer, you're a cancer Capricorn. So just in case you digress way to where we don't want you to be and you only looking at astrology in the newspaper, you must read Cancer and Capricorn to get anywhere close. And that goes okay, to everybody on the call. Just count down six signs, and that's your shadow nature. That's that, that's that equality because you got to have both sides to balance it out. So most of y'all, you know what I'm saying, and a big shout out to Sister Myra for putting that in my face and making sure I live it out here on the streets. You know, for me, denying my Scorpio um, shadow nature was tearing up my relationships with my mama, my sister, both of them Scorpios, you know, Scorpio women that had been in my life before. And as soon as I started dealing with my own shadow nature, then I could see you know, saying more how I could support and nurture these sisters and, you know, not be so adversarial. Because you, sometimes you see an opposition and you get adversarial with it when it really could be a compliment. Because that's what the Bible is talk, talking about when they say evenly yoked. That's every other sign. So for you, you know, that cancer, by the time you get back around the Capricorn, you got the mother and the daughter energy going on, plus that's your spiritual destiny. So... We can um, we can get more and I and I always even when I do relationships you know in, in seven house readings dominant I always still look at a person's spiritual destiny because I don't care who you with if they can if if they can support you getting that guap good if they can support you emotionally good good but the ideal situation is somebody is who is going to respect you and your spiritual GPS that's 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 the key right there. If somebody can respect where you're going on your spiritual growth, shit. And then like my man Ross, he said love is love ain't about numbers. Love is about how much you can tolerate a person's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all supporting one another's spiritual growth, psh, then you then you cooking with hot grease, as they say in the country. You cooking with hot grease. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, my fault. That last part about her falling in your eighth house, she's going to highlight your desires. You know, eighth house is the house of desires and, you know, uh, joint partnerships and finances. Uh, it's also the lottery. Whenever she's with you, do something that you feel lucky. If she's in the car, stop by the gas station and pick up you a lottery ticket or two or give her 3 or $4 and tell her to go in there and buy something. You hey, see and, what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what she does. She plays the lottery, my brother. <laughs> oh, man. Rod, you see this guy? Rod, you see this dude? Is he, is he a cosmo physician or what? Hey, look, man, she has Mars squared Jupiter, man. She loves uh, uh, games of chance and high risk, man. Actually, she's the thrill seeker, champ. Mmm. Son. Tion, good Lord. Um, I'm going to have to see you in Atlanta so I can rub your shoulders or something. Let me rub off some of that on me. <laughs> hey, well, uh, when, when you do do your event in, uh, in Atlanta here, I will uh, do my best to make it. Oh, absolutely. Just check out um, everybody. This is for everybody in the ATL who want to shoot down there. BlueButterflyWeekend.com. BlueButterflyWeekend.com. It's a strictly sexy affair. It's an all-weekend affair, too. So we got rooms at the Western. That's what we're having it at. You know, um, if you stay in Atlanta, you don't have to get a room. But if you want to get the all, all-inclusive package, it's only 300 We do have it priced to keep it sucker-free. 
Oh, why is it so much? Because we want to keep it sucker free. We only want real deal holding fields up in that rascal. So, um, but um, that's only if you want a room for the weekend. If you don't want the room for the weekend, and you just want to come to the event, all the prices and everything is listed on this um, on that site. Tion, I definitely appreciate you calling in as well. If you need to get an um, appointment with me, you can go to CoachKaya.com, leave me a note. My man Ra Aku is just, you know, sharp as a razor himself. His phone number is 516-881-6992, 516-881-6992. My phone number is 336-587-1215. Um, you're gonna get quality um all the way around the board, you know what I'm saying? We just like uh, we like Voltron and the Avengers put together, you know, he got a style, I got a style when we get together. All we do is win, 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 put your hands in the air and let them stay there. You feel what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Uh can can you uh repeat that uh second phone number for me, my brother? The second one is three three six five eight seven one two one five. Gotcha. Thank you, big brother. We're going to send you out with a round of applause as we bring uh, bring the rest of our callers on the line. But don't hang up because we're still going to the after party, all right? All right, then. Creator bless you all. Indeed, he has, Say what, Ra? I said, indeed, he has blessed us. Absolutely. <clears throat> Caller from the 443, is that Kendra Bell back in the building? I hope so. Hello. Is this four four three six eight two? Is that Kendall? Yes, it is. Hello. Okay, we got you on the line, Ma. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, your call dropped, so we won't. We, we yeah. were uh, we were holding your spot open, so you, so you could come back and we could go ahead and build with you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know what happened. Okay. Don't worry about it. The energy was getting ready to be so high. You know what I'm saying? Ross said he wanted to go okay. in, so I'm gonna let him go in. He been he was holding on to something for you. So go ahead, Ra. Thank you. Right, but I gotta get her chuck back in here, champ. And um. Okay, June twenty first. I'll take it from um from where I was no, at. I, I got it. I just needed to put the time in ten fifteen a.m. Correct. True that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. She has a sign of knowledge on her seventh cusp, man. And um, therefore, getting to know her partner, know what they, you know, their ways and uh, and thinking, man, is very important to her, man. As well as. Uh, her being known to them, they need to know her because Uranus and Aquarius deal with spontaneity. So she could be quite spontaneous, man, in her relationships. And there's an echo to her chart, too. And she got Uranus and Libra. So Aquarius on the 7th and Uranus and Libra make for one spontaneous relationship. And the knowledge of one another, how you are, you know, how you feel, is, is very uh, important to the success of this relationship. You know, and this is just looking at it from your point of view. You know, we haven't even yeah. looked at the brother's charts yet. You know. <laughs> Woo! Now, oh, man, man, you, you must know her, man, because I've been knowing her for years. You trying to tell me you just, that's the power of cosmophysics, man, and having an efficient mechanic on your solar biology wheel. We mechanics out here. We want you to come in, leave the keys, throw the, throw the hood up, and let us get up in there and get you right. Because that brother, because Kendra, you know, me, how, me and you done talk, how that brother just, yes. well, to me, he just pegged you. Yes, I have it's to also, know I'm not comfortable. You hit it right on the head. 
Yeah, but that's because, you know, that, that there's a stronger notation here. That you got the North Node in Pisces, though it's the eighth sign, it's in the seventh house. So let me translate that into English for you. Trust is a major theme, is the deal breaker in this relationship. So, you know, if you lose trust for this individual, it's curtains. And this is the uh, importance of knowing because it's almost as though he has to give you a reason to uh, 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 for, for you to trust him <laughs> as opposed to a reason <laughs> So you have to know him so you can trust him because if the knowledge of his ways aren't there, your trust is not going to manifest in a comfortable fashion. Woo! He just threw me an alley oop. Now I gotta, now I'm, I gotta bring out Nova Drew Ali in the Circle Seven Quran because I take it everywhere. God is your husband. You trust God. Every man that has ever came to you came through the Creator. So when you when you trust God, then the men that come to you, you can trust them for who they are. But don't trust, like I said, God is a jealous God. So as long as your relationship is very trusting and you are trustworthy between you and the Creator spiritually, then the men that are going to come to you are going to reflect that. And that goes for all the women listening. If you have doubts and issues in your trust factor for men, period, that's because you ain't trusting God. I don't have to trust women because I trust God. I trust God emphatically. So if you send a big old buck-toothed woman with no teeth and one leg to me, and she's talking about how in love she is with me and stuff, I know God has got me to learn a lesson right here. I ain't going to sit here and be like, get out my face. We may not link up or nothing like that, but I'm going to know that I can trust what is happening is God sent. So that whole trust thing, like he said, and the reason I went to God was because Pisces, North Node, do you know what one of your affirmations is? I want you to write this down, Kenda. Let go and let God. When I let go and let God, I win. When I let go and let God, I win. And then when you put it on steroids, you say, right now, I'm so happy and grateful that when I let go and let God, I win. How do I know? Because I got Pisces and North Node. I be on my affirmations every day. You know I'm right down. God's spiritual government can never fall out of place. I'm so happy and grateful that right now everything is unfolding as it should. See, for you, you can't panic. If something don't pop out like you th- want it to pop out, don't panic. Go to God and say, hey, everything is unfolding as it should. We got them okay. same similarities. We both stutter. We both have Pisces yeah. in the North Node. We got trust issues, but we highly spiritual. So start with the first one, which is the spirit, and the God to give us the confidence so when we can start to slow down. Because Rob was talking about how I talk slower, because I stutter. And when I was little, I didn't like how people picked at me because I would be going on. But what it was, that was that Mercury and Taurus conjuncting my Saturn. I thought I had something to say, and I was afraid people would cut me off. Then my cousin one time said, hey, if somebody cut you off, then they don't deserve to hear what you have to say. So when you're talking and you think that the stuttering is coming, let them people just wait and anticipate the melodious honey coming across your lips and you blessing their eardrums because it's a blessing for them to even be in your presence as you talk to them. You feel me? Yes, sir. Thank you. I know y'all better quit calling me sir. I ain't but so old around here. <laughs> I'm, I'm a young woman. I'm trying to respect, respect the kings. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How do we do tonight? What, oh, 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 we need to sign of oh, yeah. the person. Um, we need to sign oh, yeah. of the person. You know, that's coming back. When is his birthday? Let me sit down. Um, eleven eleven sixteen sixty six, and his time is. 11, 11.22 p.m. 11.16.66. And what you say the time was? Let me put Yeah, thank you. 11.22. 11.22 p.m. Uh, a.m. or p.m. for the time? P.m. P.m. He got some master. He got some master numbers going right there with that eleven twenty-two p.m. Yes. And he's a seven. That sixteen is a seven, and he's a Scorpio. So he falls. He already. I already see that. He's um. Do 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 do. The sixteenth. He falls in. He falls in your fourth house, which is your home. So. Then, you know, um, he, he also amplifies your magic. Anybody's son that falls in your fourth house, the fourth house is your um, innate house of magic, and you have Neptune sitting there. So when his son is coming in there, expanding on your spiritual potential, but it could either be an idealistic situation or it could be some type of fantasy or illusion because Neptune can go either way. And being as you have a retrograde one, you have to be dealing in total honesty when you're dealing with this brother right here. And that's honesty to yourself first and then to him and everybody else. But don't don't be worrying about whether he's telling the truth or not. The only way you can get somebody's relationship is you got to be what we call, write this down, radically honest. You must be radically honest with yourself first. Don't go over there and try to be radically honest with him, and then you ain't. Um, and then you trying to see what he gonna do. Remember, he ain't got nothing to do with it. It's God, then you, then him. So, and well, and your son that's over there in college, and he better be making straight A's or tell him I'm coming up to Baltimore and kick his ass. <laughs> yes. And, and I hope he's listening because I don't care how how big he is. <laughs> that's just a side note. Kaya love the kids. I got an agenda for him. He's supposed to be getting his PhD before he's 30. He ain't called me this year, neither. Tell him if I don't get no call before the end of the week, I might have to pay him a visit. Okay, I will have him to call you, I promise. Thank you. Uh, Rob, what you got for him? Uh, he got a real serious configuration here, man. You see this, y'all, double stadium he got going on. And um, what I what I understand is he's real serious about one of the two or both, his physique or his clothing, you know, his dress, his style, his his swag. All right. Um, he's an artist. Yeah, yeah. He's an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, I, you know, would he paint or take pictures? No. Um. Um. He's. Um. He's. He. Uh, um. He's a musician, actually. Uh, oh. Okay. Very well, you know, uh, Neptune and the Sun and Mercury with Venus there makes for any type of artist, be it musical or visual, you know. Uh, but at, at any rate, um, he had real serious trust issues. He was uh, he had a battle with his spirituality at one point, but he has a high respect for the philosophies or, or, or higher forms of knowledge and science. Isn't this correct? Yes, that's what he he likes about me, yeah. 
Yeah, and um, very charged. He has a very strong burning desire, man, for uh, uh, for well built or well kept people, you know. So uh, uh, you must be one of the two or both. I'm looking at the fact that he has a Leo rising, you know, creativity and the livid libido, his expression, his ability to express love is important. So you know that affection is is real key. So he need be alone in order to produce, in order to really work, you know. He needs his, like, his solitude or, you know, no distractions or something to that nature. And as long as you can cater to that, it'd be good, you know. <laughs> I don't know, yo, if you look at this chart, you see the moon is the midpoint to a, a, a quadruple deck of magi quad, man. You know, let me say it in Chinese so y'all can understand it. <laughs> yeah, please say that in Spanish because that was over my head. Hey, look, now, you see this grand trine he has, this triangle from the uh, Mars Pluto to the moon to the north node? He's really hard on maintaining his domestic, domestic you know, uh, stability, man. He's on maintaining a roof over his head. That's priority, which is a good quality to have, you know. Average brother want to run out there and, ca- and buy a car when they first hit the lotto. This brother going straight to the reality. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, hard, he's hard on that domestic situation. You want to see him fall apart and lose it? <laughs> Threaten his household. You know, his, yeah. his domestic ability, that's it. You know, so as long as he got that, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. He's very much right now on his, on his, on his grind in terms of that, of, of maintaining stuff. And we're debating about getting back together. Not, we're discussing because well, you have to I'm, understand. You have to understand. He, he has he has a a, a, a Mars Pluto conjunction, and it's real tight in his chart. And what that means, aside from being a highly passionate individual about everything he does, he's not used to dealing with dilemma and crisis. He's used to doing away with it. You see. So if there's a mm-hmm. problem, rather rather than work it out, he rather just get away, get rid of it. You know, we don't, need to fix it. we don't need to fix it. We don't need to fix it. Just get rid of it and get a new one. You see, <laughs> that's how. Oh, the carburetor and the copper. Okay, we'll get the new one. I mean, that's kind of extreme, but you know, that's basically where he's at. So you know, his tolerance level is going to be low. And with the Ronalds conjuncting that, that makes him reach that decision on a spontaneous. He he spots what he needs to get rid of. Spontaneously. Now that could be on a social level, a financial level, personal level, psychological level, and a romantic level. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because that quality is gonna reverberate throughout his throughout his ways. Actually, he mm-hmm. came here in this incarnation to learn to do things that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah. he like to do to shit. You know, dead it, fuck it, dead it. You know, and, right? <laughs> and 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 in communications, in communications, this is for a lot of women right here too. There's no need for you arguing with what this brother got going on, cause you can be one of them things that he'll be like, "Oh, this is a problem. I'm out." So if he done came back into your life the second time, your relationship with the Creator, you make sure that that's fundamental for you. With you being the visionary, you being the devotee and the follower, you being the nurturer and the conservationist, and you being the lover, 
Don't you try to pull it out your psychic penis and think you want to run something because both of y'all got Leo rising. You better stand down. You understand? Yes. He's yes. a leader. Yes. Of, he's the leader of whatever pack he's going to be in. And yeah, you a leader too. But this is what we always ask people. Women, I want all you women to listen to this. I can oh, say this to Kendall because we cool. But is it worth it? Is it worth it for your ass to be fucking right and in fucking charge all the time? You understand? Because you ain't going to get a bunch of these brothers right here popping through here. Now, I'm not saying he's he's the one. I ain't saying that. But he's not the one to be trying to test and argue and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's on your decision as far as the womb choice. Because I know y'all having sex because we see all this Pluto in the first house. I don't know if Rod wanted to talk about that or not. Rod, my fault. I ain't mean let that out the bag. But, you know, y'all get it in. We know that. <laughs> so, well, I said that, and I said that in, a, in a very uh, diplomatic <laughs> way when I said a burning desire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And when we I said he was very passionate. Yeah. yeah, we good. We good there. It's <laughs> we good there. Very good. That's that's like we trying to work the other kinks out. But I'm learning to relax. But I'm 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 a little egotistical, and so is he. So we working out some things. But that's cool. Y'all was on point. I can't even. I can't even <sighs> exhale. All you gotta do is <laughs> exhale, baby. We appreciate you for coming on. I got to yes. get on here to the next call and make yes, my little sir. announcement. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Much blessings, brother. Well, y'all are now rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio. I got my, my top shots of riding shotgun tonight from the Academy of Cosmophysics. You better holler at your boy quick. Um, y'all need to call in if you're in the chat room, uh, 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. I got a couple of people who's over in my Progressive Love chat. Um, for Let me give my shouts out to my room over here. Campos One, Deborah Bonner, Equality Santos, over here uh, trying to – she popping in from the academy. All these guests, we love y'all falling in. Heather, Ashraf, tell um, tell Benty I said peace. Halise, I see you up in the building. You was um, up, up at 13 Bars in New York last week. Um, Impression L, Kendall Bell, of course, Lady Fusion, Mass Destiny, the God down there in Valdesta, Florida, Neb Maat Ray, Nikki Love, 621. That must be the Gemini, P.T. or P. Tremeria. Got the watcher in the building. Wisdom Sila, you know you need to, you don't got your phone number changed. You need to holler at your boy so we can get this marketing campaign on. I got some new stuff popping off. Uh, I know you like to hit me on Twitter and X27. What's up? That's right. And you definitely, y'all need to get in the Academy of Cosmophysics on Facebook. Um, if you're going to um, hit Kair, you got to send me a message. I ain't even taking no friend request if you ain't send me a message. I don't know you like that. That's how I do. Uh, we got 90 seconds before the, um, to stop streaming in the chat room. If y'all trying to get into the building, please come on over. Call in, call in, call in. Y'all got the phone number, and we can ready to move on to this last section right here. Um, I'm, I don't like using the word unfortunate, but uh, I see all these hand raised. <laughs> and we meant many readings, and these are many readings because – 
either one of us, me or Rock, could just sit back and be quiet and let the other one go in for an hour. But we just giving y'all a sample, okay? If you want to get a full reading, some of y'all ain't gonna get in tonight. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't want you to hang up because you might be able to look in your own chart. You may be studying your own stuff. So let me just keep it moving and move on up to the next caller. We're looking. Well, I'm not saying we're looking for Gemini's, but we saw the influence of what we had thus far. We're gonna rock and roll for the next hour. Caller from the 803. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Follow from the 803-760, your mic is open. 803, your mic is open. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, but you got to turn your speakers down and listen to the telephone because you okay. almost missed out. All right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm calling from New York, but I just have a South Carolina number. That's cool. What part of New York? Uh, Manhattan, East Harlem. All right. Why are you depressed about it? You are you living? You ain't in jail. You on the phone. You on internet. You are doing great. <laughs> no, because you know I'm trying to move. But anyway. Okay. Well, the key to that is to get happy. If you upset, then you're gonna still be there. The happier you are, the happier you get. Write that down <laughs> on your memo tonight. I know you're taking notes. Can I get your name, please? Police. Oh. L e a s e. H e l e s e. This is a young lady that's in the chat making all that noise about what she got to research. Oh. <laughs> yes. What she got to research? When's your birthday, Mama? Uh, December 26, 1984. Yeah, I was waiting on you to call in. What time were you born? 1.12 p.m. See, this is really going to be for you. Really, because I really got a short enough subject. We might have to damn just go in. I'm going to try to do the fastest 10-minute go in I can on you. But, um, I got my notepad. I'm like, what? <laughs> say what? I'm writing it down. Go ahead. Well, one of the comments that you made, you know what I'm saying, was you don't have a one particular mate. You like doing some circular dating, which is cool because there's a whole bunch of women out here who don't have that kind of honesty to say they're doing that type of thing. But this is best for you because when you run up on them, if you, like with the science that we're working with, the first thing out your mouth should be, let me get that birthday. <laughs> a lot of women be like, because the other day you was like, well, daggone, they wasn't buying me no drinks. Well, they might not, their configuration may not didn't fit with your configuration. And the planetary energies are more prevalent now than what appeals to the eye. I don't care if you were sitting up in there with a miniskirt, titties hanging out, super red lipstick on, and and got your um, CMF shoes on. I know you know what the CM, what those CMF. Yeah, CF, I, I know what that is. It's CFM, man. CFM, yeah, 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 okay, you know, just in case. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so you could have had all that on and... The brother's planetary energies didn't match up with yours, and he was like, I ain't buying you a glass of water, and it's free. Mm. But then you got the other brother, you know what I'm saying? You had one brother that you came and you made out with. Mm-hmm. Did you get his birthday? Nope. See, we need that information, Ma. We need that kind of information. Uh, I have, okay, so I do have some shit. I got somebody's birthday and time and everything, but I don't really care about him anymore. Like, he called me today and I'm just bored with him, over him. 
Not it's all good. We can do you first. That's yeah. how I do my relationship. We do. We're gonna do you first. But don't. You haven't asked about the other person because you don't know yourself. You know, and we can prove it. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to embarrass you, but if you don't know the placements of your charts and you know, I mean, your your, your planetary and what your own particular potential is and your influence and how you do relationships and where your money is at and all that, there's no need for me to start telling you about no man because I ain't trying to set no man up to be dealing with a woman who don't know herself. That's why I be coming hard at him like that. Well, I'm very interested in self right now. I mean, I mean, it's all about me, so I'm I'm good. I'd imagine so, especially all that all that thinking that you got going on with all these planets in the, in, the, in that third quadrant. Whew, Lord have mercy. Let me go ahead. Let the beginner go first, then I'm gonna let Rock come in and catch this. You know what I'm saying? Finish dunking on you. Taurus rising. Lord, your appetite is something else. Whew. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is Taurus rising? One twelve p.m. That's what you said. December twenty sixth, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so so basically, cafeastrology.com is wrong. <laughs> this is what, what we're talking about right here. Done. This is exactly what we always talk about. Why <laughs> in the world are y'all shooting over there to these non-human beings? When you when you got an error in your banking, you don't talk to the ATM machine. You want to talk to the manager of the bank. Very true. So you got the Rothschilds and the Bilderberger on the phone right now. Hmm. Yeah, so we're not dealing in, you know, and, and I got mad respect for Cafe Astrology because they got a lot of hot research, but they ain't doing nothing to Coach Kair and Ra Aku. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So, you know Taurus what I'm tries that. Okay, so tell me about that. Taurus rising is when how you respond and react to the world. So you sitting at the bar with your appetite, wanting to put something in your mouth, is easily you could be offended when somebody doesn't comply with that. Because <laughs> Taurus's key word is, I have. And plus, that's an earth sign, and then you are an earth sign yourself, being a Capricorn, which is Cinderella, which is, you know, daughter character. You don't feel like acquiescing to no man, and you ain't moving. You know, you got an earth, earth sun and an earth rising sign. They trying each other by sign, but still, we so damn fixed. You got the first and the last earth sign, so you got earth and mountain. So I don't know whether you study the I Ching or not, but you could type in earth, mountain, bagua, and look at that. Or you could do it backwards and, type, and, and do um, mountain over earth and look at that just for some of your characteristics. You got to look outside of your box so you're not just a Capricorn. Now, the opposite of your rising sign is what? I said you, uh, it's always... The, is your shadow nature. You do relationships the opposite of your personality, which is Scorpio. So you want desires. That's your key word, I desire and I want. So casual sex ain't no, really no big thing to you because you like it. You know what I'm saying? Leo rules your fifth house. Shit, you like having fun during sex. Some people may misconstrue your fun for freakiness, but for you, you're just having a good time. Hmm. See, but your I, relationship, I, 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 you must feel desired in a relationship. If he don't desire you, you 5,000. It ain't even, you know what I'm saying, like, you you one of the sisters who might not even be feeling disrespected for a cat call. You may walk by a construction site and they start whistling and you be like, that's right, that's right. Hell well, your yeah. girlfriend, she be walking by you and she be like, I can't believe they did that. And you be like, girl, loosen up. Shit. They supposed to be yeah. whistling when we come by. So in your relationships, but you have Saturn sitting there in your seventh house placed up in that rascal too. 
So it's some rules and regulations that you got to abide by. You don't get to have your way any old time that you want it. And plus, Saturn is in retrograde. You were born, you didn't have any planets in retrograde. So I know in the summer of 2010, you was catching hell. When there was six planets in retrograde, your whole life, you thought you was about to die. Okay, let me go. Yeah, I have to go look that up and remember what was happening. Oh, it, it was stressful. Don't worry. Anytime six planets go into retrograde and you born with no planets in retrograde, you ready to cut all your hair off and damn, just start damn. You, you you feel like you just want to get on somebody's couch after you go get your gun and go to the range. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go back to that and see what was going on in my life at that point. So in your relationships, just respect those desires. And don't talk to your friends who don't like sex as much as you do. I stopped. Huh. I really Good. stopped. Thank you. Good. There you go. There you go. And 84, you 16 behind me. How old are you this year? 27. So you have two years to get ready for your Saturn return as well. Mm-hmm. So I will, I'm not saying don't be worrying about no relationship, but your personal relationship with you, remember I said that thing about Santa Claus making a list and he's checking it twice? Yeah. Well, watch the movie End Time with Justin Timberlake. That's all about Saturn return. Hmm. When you turn, when you when you wake up at at thirty, thirty one, you gonna be like, uh, things are different now. So your whole mo of what you're doing now and how you do relationship is gonna be different from that twenty nine to thirty period. Hmm. So <clears throat> I say prepare for that. I say that because I wish somebody would have told me about a Saturn return. I missed my last one. Nobody didn't tell me nothing. And my world was rocked. Now, the next one is when I turn 58. I'm a little more well-prepared for that one. But mm-hmm. I try to tell everybody in their 20s, like, I have a, a a whole dating policy. Maybe we can, like, go out on a date, and we may have some casual sex, and we may kick it and be friends, but we can't do no long-term relationship if you're under 29. I just can't mm-hmm. go through that with you, and I ain't trying to be funny. And when you get with a man who may be older and more mature, he may, you know what I'm saying, rock your world and be more mature, but you still got to go through something at 29. All 7 billion people on the planet Earth have to go through that. So you're no exception. That's why a lot of women date the older men, but then the older men start leaving y'all alone between 29 and 30 because y'all going through some old year-long menstrual cycle, And if, if, if that gets your attention. That's not exactly what it is, but, you know, you're really getting tightened up. Wow. Uh, yeah. Rod, what you got? Hold on for a second. Let me let Rod go in for a second. Rod, what you got for? Um, you know, I um, I'm trying to keep it rated G here, man. I don't <laughs> care. No, 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 not with this one. Not with this one right here. You can't do rated G, especially if you see rated X. This one here, I, 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 think, she, I, I think she's then, open. Well, then let me go in, man. You don't have to overexplain that. I got it. I get it. You know, I I got that uh that that openness, that open relationship tendency. Because you've experienced a great deal of pain, jealousy, or restriction in the relationship. Consequently, as hungry as you can get, you are capable of a great periods of self-denial. That's what your Saturn return will be all about. You know, putting putting necessary restraints and restrictions on your desire nature and your desire to involve yourself in relationships that are strictly based on sexual desire. You know, and if you don't. You know, it's going to be kind of difficult to deal with. If you go along with that flow and um, exercise that proper restraint, then that Saturn return is not going to be too difficult, all right? Um, I also see, you know, 
with Venus in Aquarius, you know, there's, it's the sense of giving up the freedom that you have to give up in order to be in a relationship or the, the freedom that you have had been used to having to give up because really there's no freedom that need be surrendered aside from the fact that you have responsibility to your partner. But you've been in some real intense, possessive, restrictive relationships, and if not, you will, by the time your shopping return is over, understand them perfectly, you know, especially when it comes to dealing with an elder person or older person or a more mature and stably emotional person, all right? Uh, to get rated X on it, she got sat in this Scorpio, man. She don't like no two-minute brother, period. <laughs> That's enough to kill a relationship. This nigga can have it like Donald Trump, and he don't do it in the bedroom. Got to go. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because she gonna fall having Scorpio. Scorpio there with sex on the on, on, on a primal on a primal level. You know, unless you hide. You know, and I know you got a very strong moral nature about what is right and what is wrong, even though you engage in your desires, you know, at, at will. You still have a very strong moral uh, uh, um, uh, tendency. This is because of that ascendant falling in the first dick in the Taurus, you know, and no one's going to change your mind as to, as to that regard either, you know. And this came, this comes from uh, dealings that you get from the maternal side of the family, you know. And, um... Uh, Jupiter is at the top of your chart in Capricorn, so the ability to travel without restriction is your thing. And I'm, you know, and I'm looking at this chart, and I, you know, I don't know if I'm reading the present or the or the past because I haven't progressed the chart. I haven't, you know, fast forwarded to to look at your 27th year. But at any rate, there's going to be a great deal of restriction in a, in, in a relationship that causes you to reevaluate or to reset your whole moral scheme. Now, I don't know if that's happened already, you know. Hmm. You're going to revisit it when Saturn goes through Scorpio at any rate, you know, opposing your ascendant. You know, at the age that you were asking about, Saturn returns in the in the, um, in the, in the, in the uh, chat. So I, I, I can give you a little bit without getting too extensive, you know. Saturn return is when you become an adult. Okay. I know you up the mind because of this society that... Uh, that you're an adult already, well, that's a bunch of garbage. You know, you you should start adulthood training at the age of 21 because by the age of 28, all your responsibility issues, those tendencies that you've adopted uh, throughout the course of your entire life, those that don't serve you, you need to get rid of. And many of them you're going to be very, you are already very attached to. This is why Saturn returns off of often. 99% of the time, a very stressful time for people because they have to give up those things that they're so used to. They have to cast aside and throw away certain tendencies that they become attached to, you know. And this is necessary for your growth and development, for you to complete your cycle here in this incarnation with a degree of success. Am I going too fast? No. You know, and as you know, Saturn just went through your six. Libra, so I know that that puts you on a I don't want to be in a no relationship type status, especially with an individual who, who didn't have a job or a steady form of legitimate or legitimate form of income. You know that was important, and um that that phase is about to end, and you're going to go into your uh your contract and agreement phase. You know where you start to set the rules and to determine whether you're going to actually tie into someone or not. 
you know, and because of that, it is very strong in you to to access your uh your desire nature with that regard. It would behoove you to really examine that situation before you let your uh your sensual your sensuality decide that for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in other words, don't find a problem with rocking the world. Don't find somebody who rocks your world and decides that uh, on him for that reason alone. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it makes sense because I see the thing is I was never really into the circular dating thing. I'm just now starting it, but okay, so I found someone who can really do their thing in the bedroom. But I'm trying to not get caught up on that one person because I do believe that. Um, I just don't see the point in being with one person right now until, unless they decide, unless I decide and we decide together that we want to be together forever. Otherwise, it's just no point. Okay, Paul. Paul, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. My, my fault. Go ahead, Ra, because I'm finna blank out. Go ahead. No, man. I mean, because I, I just get quite extensive here, man. Ain't no need. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this, is, this is the part I wanted to make. Every person listening to the sound of my voice don't you ever be determining no relationship on no forever bullshit. Mm. That's, that's straight bullshit. <laughs> Let me explain why it's straight bullshit. Because nobody stays together fucking forever. Your damn cells change every 72 hours. You're supposed to change your draws every day. This whole bullshit of European romance about... Together forever or together till we die is bullshit and is less than 500 years old and is not in any ancient text any fucking where. And it is the number one reason of fucked up relationships because we bought that bullshit. Uh, uh, death to us part. It is bullshit. And, and, and anybody comes to me saying, well, my mama did it. Well, then your ass need to be riding on a horse and not driving a car then. Don't try to pull one thing out because what worked for somebody else in the past only could work for them. We in a whole different system. Your mama's Pluto is not where your Pluto is at. So them people talking to you and ingrained that virus in your mind, that's exactly what you have is a virus in your mind. And if you want to have, just like Ross said, if you want to damn go through and have the new program of your relationship, you're going to have to immediately deprogram a whole lot of viruses that are in your mind and in your um, whole being concerning relationships. See, relationships is fucked up because people don't want to study them. They just look at uh, YouTube or they look at um, soap operas and they see what somebody else is doing and they piece and, and they patchwork it together like a quilt. But they don't realize that that one thing when you marry somebody forever, that ain't nothing but the courts putting themselves in it. That that ain't no no scripture on the planet does it say till death do us part. That is a commercial agreement to tie you into the IRS. And we sitting out there acting like, Oh, you, you ain't gonna be with me forever? And really, you lying. You lying. You don't wanna be with nobody forever anyway. You wanna still have sex with whoever the fuck you want to. You want to do whatever you Everybody wants to do what they want to do. And relationships must change and come out of the old paradigm of staying with somebody out of shame. You know how many women done got killed because they was buying that bullshit of let's stay together forever? You know how many women done got fucked up because they men started smoking crack after they got together? You know how many women done um, uh, lived 
sexually deprived, they whole fucking marriage 25, 30, 40 fucking years, and they ain't never been satisfied, and they got hysterectomies and shit, because they got their womb fucked up, because they never, because they operated out of shame, because they thought that if I said I want to leave this relationship because it's not good for me, I want to be with somebody else, either I'm afraid this man's going to kill me, or what are people going to think? That are, That is a virus. That is a virus. Do I like monogamous relationships? Hell yeah. Do I like people to live happily ever after? Hell yeah. But you can't even wear a pair of Jordans but for so long before you wear the soles out. Get the book Sex Before Dawn. Now, don't take it to the extreme either because that's where you're at right now. I want a circular date and date whoever I want to, and then I want to jump over to just one man forever. Guess what? It'll never work because you don't know nothing about paradigm shifting. You cannot treat yourselves like that and just be jumping from one extreme to the other. There must be a transition. That's why we teach relationship science. Yo, if you want to have circular dating for the next couple of years, that's fine. But then it's going to have a time where you strategically start to narrow down your choices. You can't just be player, player of the year every year. For the men that's listening, you can't be bachelor and player of the year every year. Pimp of the year. For the ladies, you can't just be that bitch or that gangster bitch every year. It's seven, 7 billion people on the planet. That's mathematics. That means you have to be social. God got somebody down here for you. But don't put the excuse game on it. Well, I'm doing this now, and I'm doing that now, and I'm doing this. Just tell the truth. Old school, tell the truth and shame the devil. That's the first principle in the highest level of martial arts on the planet is honesty with myself and others at all times. So you cut off the people who don't who think um well having sex with too many people is wrong, so you stop talking to them. But don't go pick up another group that says, Oh girl, we can just fuck who we wanna fuck too because you're still making these little damn uh spiritual they could be spiritual angels that could come out of a sexual relationship, or they could be a spiritual little demon come up out of a sexual relationship. Either way, God is involved in all of it. That's why I'm really trying to put the eyes on y'all. Y'all think, well, if I do a one-night stand, God can't be involved in that. You had the one-night stand because that man Mars might have had your ass turned out. For your, for, um, In your case, if a damn Pisces walk by and now blow on you the right way, it's over. You following him like a little puppy dog. He he started touching. <laughs> he started touching. You see why she? Why you laughing? Because I'm, you know, what I'm saying that's that positioning. So you want to? That's how accurate this thing can get down to. You wondering why this man is just dogging you out and just fucking the shit out of you and he ain't good nowhere else? Find out where your Mars placement is at and what it's got to do with him. It's the science of these relationships, and I'm trying to implore people. Don't just come and say, I just want to be free willy-nilly and all this other shit. That's us for the night for you, sweetheart. You feel, uh, uh, What's your comments, feedback, or uh, observation on what you heard tonight so far about your own chart? Well, um, I thought that it reflected a lot of the way I felt, the way I am now, and the way that I maybe was like several years ago, like when I first moved to New York. You know, it was dating a bunch of people. It was just all over the place. But, um, you know, I wasn't always, I, you know, I feel like this depicted certain chunks of my life. You know what I mean? Um, and and that makes sense, I guess. 
because I understand that everything's always changing or whatever. Um, the Saturn return thing, I mean, it definitely made me want to do more research on that, which I will. Um, jealousy in relationships, when, when the guy was talking about that, I've experienced a relationship where I felt like I wasn't fully accepted for who I was as someone who was extremely open and flirty and all that stuff. Um, I didn't realize it was jealousy until I was out of it. So I, it, it kind of threw me for a loop because when I was in it, I was like thinking that this person was not as jealous as I was, you know. So I don't know. But um, very interesting. I mean, I love it. I love learning about myself. So. <laughs> I'm good. That's what's up. I appreciate it. I would suggest um getting getting your getting your healing affirmations and getting lined up with your um getting lined up with your spiritual GPS. You know, like I said, every 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 reading I do the first half hour is strictly around your north node and what your spiritual destiny is cuz you can't put relationships on top of on top of junk. And like I said, I'm trying to get people to line up. I'm trying to help my man Hotel put a thousand put a thousand power couples together by the year 2014. Two people at a time. It's it's a possibility, but if you ain't got no game plan or you don't have a strategy, then you know you ain't trying to be no 44 years old still out here trying to be a cougar or a milf or something like that. I mean, if you are, you know what I'm saying, but I don't particularly see it, but. Working right. on your healing affirmations, that's real big. And you got a lot of other intensity in the chart that we didn't even go over tonight. We just, you may, it, it may look like you got a lot of information, but I swear we just scratched the surface. So, so no, I mean, how do you even, like, what? <laughs> oh, well, that's what I said. You got to, um, um, I'm, I'm not getting ready to point you to some Internet site where you can get all this information. If you're dealing oh. with the Bilderbergers and, and, and the Rothschilds on the phone, you're going to have to see us. So okay. if you want an okay. appointment with Ra, you can get an appointment with him. If you want an appointment with me, you can get an appointment with me. But I ain't going to send you to McDonald's after I just got finished feeding you caviar. Oh, hey, caviar, but I understand. <laughs> okay, so thank you. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming in and big up yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. On over there and tell them people in the PLO group to calm down, too. Tell them Kaya will be back tomorrow. All right, let's get to this next caller. Caller from the uh, 267. Your microphone is wide open. 267-336. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Please, Coach. Hey, so who is this? He's Ogata, Philadelphia. And you can really get an old short ass reading, you know what I'm saying? You it Rod, this is one of them he he know he he likes shoes. You know what I'm reading? So let me get some of that. He ain't know his chart he well, he supposed to know his chart back and forth. What you got for me tonight, man? How you how you uh, how you enjoying the show? Oh, I'm I'm loving the show, man. I was listening to her least, man. I was cracking up, man. I was like, Yeah, there she goes. But uh <laughs> I, I got somebody here. That, that needs your help. All right. Well, look. Let me get your. Let me get over here and um, let me get your information real quick and throw you up in the game. When's your birthday? September the sixth, nineteen seventy-three. Oh, I know. I look. We September what? Six. Four, five, six. Yes. And what year? Nineteen seventy-three. 
Now, I know this brother here got mad love for you. He giving up his spot in line. This is like at the club right here. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let the sister get in and get hers. When's your, uh, what time were you born? Um, 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. All right. And where, what city and state are you in currently? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philly, city of brotherly love. Yes. It's an impulsive spender here, champ. <laughs> She'll make it rain raw. She'll make it rain. Yeah, well, I mean, she might have, you know, because she's been through her Saturn return, she might have got that under grips by now. But at one point, man, she go on a shopping spree in a minute. How many pair of shoes you got, Mama? Less than 20 or more than 20? Well, way more than 20. Okay, yeah. she said way more than 20, too. She didn't just say more than 20. She said way more than 20. Do you still keep them in the box, or you got them just scattered out and lined up on the floor? She got shoes anymore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got shoes in the closet. She ain't even wore out the house yet, man. Is that you, miss? Is, is that you, ma'am? What's your name? Mansell. Okay, Mansell. Is that true? Do you have some shoes in there you ain't wore out the house yet? Yep, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, your personality, um, being as an Aries rising, that's how you approach things with identifying yourself. So even following up in the party, you know what I'm saying, they know that you are there, whether you're expressing it or not. Your key words for your personality and how you respond to people is I am. Now, I love I am people, even if you ain't even, you know, that's, that's your, we say Aries with a Virgo sun. So don't think that you just all Virgo. Well, you got a lot of stuff in that in that sixth house, in the natural house of Virgo, but only two planets there. Um, so what I like about them is I was just watching a Reverend Ike video, and if you go to relaxation is the key and then hit videos and come down to prosperity, and I want everybody to do this because up under this Venus um, energy going on and this eclipse, we must cut out all thinking and energies of poverty. Like, I can't help the rest of the world, but the people that I got on the line tonight and who are going to get the download, if you want a passionate partnership, it cannot be around poverty. It cannot. Your mind got to be on manifesting and making it crackulate. So he, he was talking about the other night about how I am is the name of God, and what you put behind that is what you create. So I just... I, I love people who have Aries rising, you know what I'm saying, because of their particular potential, because they either make themselves or they break themselves. So, you know, it's a fire starter, and you like to initiate things, but, you know, don't start no fires that you not, that you want to leave up to somebody else to put out. Now, of course, when Aries rising, that flips around and makes Libra how you deal in relationships. So you want to harmonize. I want to partner in a relationship. You want to know that your partner is pulling his weight as well, as far as in him really wanting to be there and be in harmony. You know, um, if you say, how do I put this, like, and and you want it to be light, but it's a lot of damn thinking going on in that too because Libra is an air sign. So you got your mind up in it too. And it's like I told the sister that came on earlier, stop, try to stick, try to add your feelings into it. I'm not going to say abandon the thinking part, but anytime you feel like you're getting too logical in your relationship, you are, you are. Go back, just lean back on your, just lean back on your emotions a little bit. 
bring that in there, even though you do have um, Saturn in Cancer. So it's gonna be some um, it's gonna be some lessons learned through your feelings, especially when it's opposite your Moon like that in 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 Capricorn in your ninth house. So you have learned emotional lessons through your life, and you got your North Node up there too. So your spiritual destiny has a lot to do with how you feel. So your feelings, I want you to tune more into that versus all of the thinking that you may do in a relationship. But I cannot tell you don't do a lot of thinking because, you know, Pluto, Uranus, and Venus up in there, it goes down. But remember, Pluto and Uranus means you're going to change. You're one of the people who's going to change the way relationships are done, just like myself. We're changing the way relationships, because Libra is relationships, and Pluto is transformation, death of the old, and, and bringing in the new. So you have to, you know, realize that. You know, that's what I was telling um, Halise earlier. You know, the, the Pluto position in the chart really is where sometimes people can start at. Look at your spiritual destiny. For yours is moving into Capricorn, so you've already mastered that cancer energy in past lifetimes. And then... Um, but how will I transform in the way we do relationships? Because the generation after you and me and Ogano had Pluto in Scorpio, and then they moved up into school, uh, the the generation that we're looking at now. They're finishing up with Pluto in Sag, and then this next generation with Pluto in Capricorn. They really gonna be bringing the character back around. So, what do you want your? How, how do I say this? What do you want your personal 401k to be? You know, and your relationship is going to be some of the foundations of that. Comments, questions, feedback? Oh, that's right on point. <laughs> and Thank with, you. Uh, oh, absolutely. Ra, go ahead and give a little something-something. Actually, I'm not prepared to do that because I was looking up um, somebody, uh, somebody asked me a question in the chat. So I can answer them if they can hear me. It's uh, 9.09. You want to put it in the chat for me, right? 9.09 p.m. on June the 5th, 2012 is when the exact occultation between Venus and the sun occurs on the East Coast, 9.09.07 p.m. Those in the Midwest and in Cali are not going to see it because the sun would have already set by the time, uh, you know, the occultation cur- uh, occurs, you know. So I think some people in, in Canada and some people in the uh, Caribbean and in South America, we'll be able to see it. Um, but uh, uh, after Pennsylvania, Ohio, you know, going west, it's going to be out of sight. You ain't going to be able to bear witness to it. Right? So run that back um, one more time. That's the time that, it, that they can see the sun trans um, coming across tomorrow? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to see it or not. It depends on their geographical location is what I just said. But at okay. the exact, it will occur at 9.09 and 7 seconds. <laughs> What's that? That's, that's, that's a.m. or p.m.? P.m. P.m. Um, East Coast? Yeah, on the East Coast, the Eastern Time. Okay. You know, so those people living in the, in, in the Midwest and, you know, living east of Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Mississippi, you know, they're not going to get to see that, you know? They're not going to get to see it. It occurs like two or three minutes after the sun goes down in my location, and I'm in New York State, southern New York State. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a link up tomorrow. If anybody's on Facebook following me, there's a a site I found that was doing 
the uh, solar eclipse two weeks ago, and they were broadcasting it live. That's why I got some of those photos from. So what I'll do tomorrow is um, that's going to be right in the middle of us with Dr. Nardi, too. I don't know how I'm going to multitask that, but you can go on Ustream or it's another link. I'll put it up somewhere on my Facebook page tomorrow or if you're in the Academy of Cosmophysics, I'll drop the link up in there because um, that's where the information is at. And and I, and I ain't bragging because, you know what I'm saying, I got the honor of studying up in there. It's just a fact. Like my Aunt Maggie said, no brag, just fact. Them people in there get their study on, you know, and that's why that's why I got a lot of a lot of respect for that because I'm in a whole bunch of groups. People put me in a whole bunch of groups where they're doing all kind of crazy shit and it ain't damn... It ain't going nowhere. So, you know, if you want to get something on your mind and add some champagne to your campaign, come into the room with it, come into the Academy of Cosmophysics, catch up with Coach Kyrie fan page, hit Ra'aku with a um Ra'aku the Cosmo Physician, hit him with a request, you know, listen to this show four or five times, man. Download this show and put it on repeat because it's going to be something that's bound to click in your chart. Um, or with somebody else you may have even heard that that went back and helped uh, that went back and helped you. Um, sis, do you have um, you want to throw Ogano's son in your chart for you, or or or, or you, you want to give us or you want to give us something else? Cause we'll drop him in there. I, I know that's my man, but I'm gonna give you I'm I'm gonna give it to you honestly where his where his son falls at in your house and some of the things you might can expect. I ain't gonna go in too hard on him because that's my big homie. He taller than I am. All right, all right. You trying to put me on? The, all right, April sixteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. You got it. April sixteenth. He's an Aries. He 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 he's falling right there. Um, in her twelfth. <clears throat> Quite interesting. Really, you can jump. His son conjuncts. His son conjuncts your ascendant. So. His son shines in her face. Yeah. Yep, shines and shines in her face. So. Ogano, you really need to go buy her a pair of shades tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and macho man in her eyesight, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, no Lord, really. I didn't ah, go ahead, go ahead. You got it. You got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't get a chance to look at her chart, but whenever uh, a person A is a male. Uh, or it doesn't make a difference, really. Person A, their son shines in person B's first house in their face, then this person has a, a, a very strong influence. Their personal form of expression has a very strong impression on the person who has the ascendant sign. You know, the son person puts a serious emphasis or, or, of expression on or impression upon the ascendant person. You know, luckily it's a male-female relationship where they be battling with conventionality here, you know? So, but uh, 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 she views you as to be a very manly individual, man. Trust me, sometimes you, you might be a little overbearing in your personal form of expression, but uh, more, more, than, more than likely she likes it, okay? Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he has a grand trine between the moon, Neptune, and the sun. So he's a very, you know, he... Very emotionally in tune with himself, man. You know, and whether he displays that or not is another thing. Cause I didn't get the time of birth to see what it was at the ascendant, you okay? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, time of April sixteenth. Two fifteen a.m. Two fifteen. All right, let me drop it in there, man, and see what I can what I can glean from that. 
Okay. Oh, you know, Aquarius rising, man. Uh, 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 the struggle to control one's emotional outbursts and, and was it was it was an obstacle in your teens, right? In your uh, uh, early adulthood, man. You know, and um, I would like—is this your first relationship? Is it the first serious relationship, or is, is this is just a, a, a another one? Because I'm I'm trying to assess which house to read with regard to this situation. You know. What was the question again? Is this is your this first, relationship, second, third? Uh, first, I don't know, man. It's been going on for four years now. Okay, is this the first one that that had that type of duration? That that had this type of seriousness? Because I doubt it, really. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't need to go ahead and let you do that because, like, two thousand six, two thousand early, two thousand seven, you having some issues with the relationship you was in then, you know. So uh, uh, this one here would be read by Pluto and Libra. Uh, a strong desire for a commitment is going on, or this is a very sexual, sexually charged relationship, or both. Right? Uh, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you, man, that uh, um, y'all, Bill, y'all went through some some serious trials and tests because Saturn just rolled through there on y'all, man. You know, the inability to travel and move around like you wanted to had to be an issue at this time, correct? Correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, but, but, but that, that phase, that phase will be over come October this year, and uh, the Saturn will carry his, his, you know, his pressures and his obstacles into your place of career. So if you're thinking about getting your own business, man, you have to make sure that you have all your 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 eyes dotted on your T's crossed, because that'll be an area of challenge for you. You know, I'm speaking to one born on April 16th. You know, and I can switch real quick back to the young lady and and give her something real quick. Tell you if you don't mind. Go ahead. What's the birthday to the second person? September 6th, 1973. All right, September 6th, 73. At what time? 9 o'clock p.m. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, y'all are compatible. You have a strong communication going on here, you know. Uh, there can be some argumentation on your part when it comes to finances, expenditures, luxury, you know, items and Creature of comfort, you most definitely are, and can get very irritable if those demands aren't met, you know. But at any rate, uh, the fact that his son shine and your ascendant, you had some some serious adjustment to do because you used to be in the head, you know. So you got a brother who can take the lead for once, huh? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I got the feeling that uh, this was a spontaneous or or, or quite sh- short. Courtship because Venus is attached to Uranus here, so you know it had to happen real fast in order to be comfortable, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Maintain the spontaneity on your end, and 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 for the brother man, you gotta understand that that's the way she is, man. She's subject to change her mind in the drop of a minute, and that ain't because she's being inconsiderate. That's because that's her natural way. You know, mm. understanding that about her will make it less upsetting when you set the pace and the tone with a plan, and she's like, hey, I don't really feel like it now. <laughs> you see? Oops. <laughs> you got that one on the spot. Yeah. 
you know? Just understand her and her. She ain't fickle. She's spontaneous. Understand the semantics, you dig? She's, she's not fickle. When she decides to make up her mind, it's made until she decides to change it. <laughs> you see? And you just got to deal with that, you know? And any amount or, 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 or any degree of coercion or ultimatums, that's not going to work and change her nature. If you really want to see it work between y'all, you're going to have to understand that that's the way she is. At the same time, my mom, understand, money is made to be saved too, you know. <laughs> nah, cause you said nah, cause you was like, yo, money's meant to be saved too. You know what I'm saying? She loves spending it. Look here, I, we can't go in on y'all all night. Organo, I appreciate you for calling in, Lord. Sis, if y'all want to get some more of this, if y'all want to get some more of this, uh, Organo knows how to get in contact with me. Or if y'all need to get in contact with Ra, his number is five one six. Eight eight one six nine nine two. Okay. Thank uh, you. Peace, coach. All right, peace. Hello. I'll be talking about man, cats. Cats. If if you in the group that I'm in on a Facebook group, and I don't take it personal, but I really appreciate the people when I post something in there. And they actually come to my show and participate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love them people. Thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? But the other people, like, I'll be in a group and they be like, oh, you just this and you just that. I have a fucking show on all the damn time. You can really learn who I am and all this, but I just ain't with all them armchair internet gangsters and whatnot. Me and Ogano had a damn knock a nigga out the ring the other day over some old semi-gangster shit. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along, as I digress, um, well, we're going to try to squeeze two in, so this one's going to have to be real quick. Wisdom Sela, 404-438, calling in from the ATL. Your microphone is wide open. Welcome to Original Native Radio. Yes, peace and greetings. I'm so excited. Peace, that's what's up. You was getting ready to get missing over there. You, was, uh, you, uh, you, you had yourself on mute. I was like, all right, better say something. When is Uh-oh. your uh, when is your birthday? My um, birthday is nine twenty nine eighty one, and that was at one fifty four p.m. One fifty four p.m. Yes. And you're in Atlanta right now. Yes. Are you already in the Academy of Cosmophysics on Facebook? Yes. How long yeah, you been in there? About five minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> a minute. <laughs> oh, okay, a, oh, a little over a minute. Good, 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 good. Because my, my next question was getting ready to be why not. So, because if you are getting it in, you riding around and you getting it, then you need to be riding around somewhere where we're getting it. Yes, sir. All right. Sad rising. Wow. Okay, I don't know even know if 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 Ra is familiar with this technique I'm getting ready to use, but I get this this is this is from Sister Myra. So I really, cause when I look at a chart originally, the first thing I do, I try to look at the rises and everything else. But if a chart like yours is screaming like it's screaming, I have to address it. So the first quarter of the chart, when you're using the Royal God family, like that Sister Myra created. This, from Aries to, from Aries through Cancer from Aries to Cancer is the Prince. 
you have no planets there. From from Cancer, from fourth house to the seventh house is the mama. That's her quadrant. That's her community. You have no planets there outside of your Chiron. And then from the seventh house through the ninth all the way to the tenth, that's the king, which is a lot of logic and reason and all that stuff going on. And you have a little bit of activity. You got your sun, your Saturn, and um, and Mars there. But when it comes from the tenth to the twelfth, it's just like Grand Central Station. You got all this activity, and that is daughter character. So I start with where's this most activity. So even though you are sad rising, sometimes it may look like you don't know what you want, especially because you like a lot of activity and you like education and you like traveling and things like that, and you always moving around the country. But you can be what some people may want to call fickle or indecisive in your relationships because Gemini rules your seventh house. And you got all these planets getting ready to hit your seventh house too, which you might want to start getting prepared for. You know, the sun is coming through your sixth, Venus is coming through your sixth, Mercury is coming through your sixth. Well, all that's getting ready to move through your seventh here shortly. And then you're going to catch you a nice little retrograde in that in relationships. So whether you're in one or not, you want to watch and work on your communication, which takes me back to all of this stellium that you have in the tenth, dealing with your character. Cinderella, call Sister Myra or go watch the video where she talks about the royal God family. Right, just go in YouTube and write, type in Sister Myra, Royal God Family. There's 14 parts of that video where she gives a, just a whole breakdown of Cinderella. Cinder is carving. Cinderella. La. La. And E-L. And just, just the whole thing, but it's all about the character for you. Even, you know what I'm saying, you're a Libra, you want harmony. And so, so, so you may have some perplexes going on. You may be kind of hard to figure out in a relationship. Because you got the sad energy, how you approach the world and respond to things, but you all, but in your heart you really want to harmonize and be in a partnership and figure things out. Oh my God! And your and my emotions, yes, oh yes. But then in a relationship, you like two. You know, so you might like two men or two partners. I, you know, because. I got plenty. I'm not saying that you bisexual or lesbian or whatever, but you like choices in your relationships. You always have. So remove the shame and the blame. You ain't got to go tell everybody I got this many boyfriends or this many girlfriends or this many partners or whatever. But personally, don't beat yourself up. Did I make myself clear on that last part? Yes, I'm. I'm already there. Okay, good. Did you used to have a tendency of beating yourself up? No. Okay, good, good, good. Has has anybody ever told you that you was a little indecisive or fickle in your relationships? No. Do you ever feel that you've been indecisive or fickle in your relationships? Um, I have only had so far one, and I was married for almost 10 years. Ah, okay. Any Coach, she is, yo, she's just going through a Saturn turn in Libra, man, and and, and, and um, Saturn is rolling over the roof of man. Look at that with Pluto there. She's going through a healing process regarding that relationship, man. Ah, yeah. uh, that was leading to my next question. When you were in this relationship for 10 years, because some people say, are you married or are you happily married? 
So you were married for 10 years, but was you happily married for 10 years? Oh, no, I wasn't happy. That's what we now. That's where I was going to on that because, like, like Ross said, you're coming through a healing period right now. So, and it was a possibility that while you was in that particular relationship, due to cultural biases or what other people would think, you may not have known your mind may have been on somebody else outside of the person that you were married to. Maybe. Uh, so what? Uh, I don't know about that. You either know or you it don't know. Good. You, I mean, you're not still married to the guy. He's not listening to you while you're talking. You know what I'm saying? We need honesty. You know, nobody's gonna come and beat you up. You know. You no, either. it's not. It's not that. I just I don't like even looking back on it. I don't know if there was anybody that I would have you know been like, oh, I'd rather be with this person. No, 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 no. Not a I'd rather be with, but. You know, your mind will go over there and be like, hmm, he's kind of cute. I wonder what that would be like. And then it may be a passing thought. Because remember, Gemini oh, being yeah. ruled by Mercury is a quick thought. So you, like you said, you might not remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always have a lot of male friends. <laughs> okay, there we uh, go. There we go. There we go. Let it let it out. Let uh, tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> you have options. You you keep some options. Then is that what you're saying? Yes, <laughs> they always right there. Okay, good, 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 good. Ra, go ahead and give her a little something, something. Well, you know she got Neptune in her face, man. So that's a uh, this is an individual that the older she get, the more spiritual or religious you know, or philosophical, she going to become, she's going to get into her spiritual self, whether, whether she uses religion or not, neither here nor there, all right? I read Gemini in the second house, man, she put a very strong emphasis on communication in the relationship, man. He ain't answer that phone, something wrong. He ain't telling her what's on his mind, something's wrong. You know, she always want to talk it out. Now, this echo, we got a echo in here today, man. You know, this new moon, this, this eclipse is happening right in her face, but at the midpoint between her Uranus and Neptune station, man, which is indicative of the fact that she really wants to, to, to heal up, to get over this, or to get past this thing real quick. It ain't going to be so easy. It's going to take some inspiration, and it's going to take you sizing yourself up to a specific degree. You might want to uh, burn a black candle and a picture of that person if you want to get that emotional stress out of you when the sun is rising at its peak or setting, preferably when it's setting, you know, if you want to get rid of them like that, right? But um, at any rate, I'm looking here at the uh, or the uh, the cotton effect in a in a yard situation. This is for two coach attention to the aspects. But the phone was breaking it, up. It, that, oh, your phone was breaking up. Run that back. I said what we need to look at here is the Chiron in the fifth sign aspect, sixth house, you know, because there's a little bit of emotional depression going on behind that, you know. The desire to relocate or to travel in recovery is the, uh, what I read from this situation. Is this the, isn't that the case? Um, from that relationship? Yeah. Yes, I did. I moved across the country. Yeah, to get over it, right, or to 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 heal or recuperate from that situation, you relocate it, right? And um, yeah. what 
what I'm what I'm understanding here now is there was still an attachment. You know, you can't be with somebody for ten years and leave and not miss them and their ways, especially those ways that you've adopted. So the Saturn return that you had did this affect your job too? You 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 your career, your lifestyle went through some drastic changes over the last two years as a result of this too. Um. Yeah, you can say that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you 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 could give me a call, Mama, if you really want to discuss it, because I I you know I understand you, you know, and with the with the moon there, there was a lot of emotionality involved in this situation, man, and it really crushed the domestic situation hard. You know, that square, that Saturn return was too hard. Uh, too was, was was putting a lot of. Uh, stress and strain on your moon degree. You have a daughter? Yes. She took it very hard, didn't she? Yes. Or she she's taking it very hard, yeah. Because that's the moon yes. in your your in your seventh house squaring that Saturn there. You know, with that situation with her father or that father figure. You know, it's it's gonna be a minute before you're able to get in in a cemented commitment. You know, you always have options. Mind you, Coach, she got Scorpio in the 12 hours with Arano is there. So she's not going to be all open and conversative about her exploits and her adventure, man. <laughs> That's her. No, it's, keep... not, it's, not even, it's not even that. Like, my, as far as my career, um, I was kind of doing the same thing. No, I was referencing. I was referencing when he was talking about your choice of partners and your your uh, uh, you know getting around, you know, with 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 people. You 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 very reserved about that issue right there. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, we remember this show is about astral harmony. Like we ain't trying to go in on the career and all that other kind of stuff. And a lot of women, when they're healing, the first thing they do is put their track shoes on and jump into their career. That's cool, well, you but... Understand this, Coach. I don't mean to interrupt you off, uh, 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 out of disregard, but her relationship and her mid-heaven and her career is in the same place, Chant. So her lifestyle and the way she lives her life and her whole public image and her status goes right to her job and her, and her marriage is together yeah. with that yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. si, senor, si, senor. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause that temp, okay. You're right. Like, and cause that's the first thing I went to was that crowded temp house. There ain't nothing but a party going on up there. Yeah. <laughs> Public image means yeah. a whole lot to her, man. That's why you know? she's into marketing. She that's that's what she does. She likes to market things and sell people and sell ideas and get it out to the public. She loves being in the public. And then she's a dime piece diva too, so you know what I'm saying it ain't you know it ain't really that hard for her, like I said, to have her options available. Mama, how do we do tonight? You uh, you came in here and got the last one for the night. You got some comments, uh, questions, or feedback for us? Um, yes, you did well. I wanted to give the brothers information. Oh, uh, his information five one six eight eight one. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Say what? Oh, you mean the brother's um, the brother's sun sign? Okay, that's gonna be real. That's gonna be real quick. What's his? Just just give us the sun sign. Oh, he's a Pisces. Okay, that's all you got. You don't have his birthday, Mama. We ain't got but a minute, Rob. You do it. You gotta do it quick. 
What's his, his birthday? birthday is two twenty. It's two twenty four eighty one. Wow. And he was born at eight twenty p.m. Eight twenty p.m. Why Roz pulling that up? If you want to catch Ra Aku and Coach Kair again, we're going to be together next Sunday doing Dr. Nardi's chart. Make sure you catch us tomorrow night at 8 o'clock with some timetry and Dr. Nardi. Ra is going to be sitting in on the panel on that one too, talking about um, cleaning the cells out and destiny and Venus again, but it's going to be from a from a healing perspective. And Wednesday night at 8, we got Vajriana. Uh, Thursday at 8, I got uh, Yao Morris, and we're going to be talking Tantra. So the whole week is going to be action-packed. We unfold and taking advantage of this Venus energy. Stay tuned in to Zoom in because we got plenty of champagne for your campaign. Ta-da, Ross, on you. <laughs> All right, I'm laughing at the chat. The brother here uh, has a Virgo rising, man. He's a, a workaholic here and um, with, or, or, or a taskmaster, one of the two, right? And um, he has Mars in Pisces, man. So, you know, he can easily get frustrated with the with with the situation that his partner is going through, man. Especially, uh, you know, he had a lot of secrets going on, in in you know, in that relationship, you know, and things that he kept under wraps, especially at work or through with a coworker. So, you know, before I could go really in on, on that, I would need the time. My mom, if you really want to get into it, you know, you could call coach or call me. It's your choice. You know, we really got to wrap it up, and I, I could be wild with this one. 